everybody ready? Can we play Pathfinder? What do you guys do? Let's go fucking do some shit. One person's not going to go up there alone. That's like murder hobo, like 101. Right, do you think I should stick with my same dice that was doing me good? I think you should do whatever you want because nothing matters and heaven is empty. Let's go. What the fuck are we talking about? Can we play Pathfinder? Roll for initiative. Oh, oh yeah. my oh dear. <laughs> Natural 20. What? What the fuck? Oh, Were you really hanging on that? Holy shit. Look at it. Josh has learned how to hurt us now. This is a fifth edition where the rules don't matter and the GM's your mom. Or the GM's your daddy. No, 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 no. That's Dungeons and Dungeons lore. <laughs> Let's play some Pathfinder. Escape this reality. Episode 95 of the pod called Quest. And as always, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. I'm Foz. I'm Laura. Yo, it's David. Guys. Yo. Yes. What's up? So, you know, that something I got to say, and I don't know if this is like a hot take or not, Mm-mm. but I've been thinking about it and like, you know, a lot of people have been talking about this for a while. A lot of people have been like casting shade and stuff like that. And, you know, there's good reasons. You know, past transgressions have really like they've set this up for failure in a lot of regards. Oh, um, but you know, I've always been kind of hopeful with this, and I think that's I think that hope has even risen. But I, I mean, you know, we're beating around the bush, guys. I have to say, that Avatar trailer kind of bangs, though. Okay, no, I it kind of that Avatar does. trailer kind of bangs, though. It actually looks fucking great. I'm really skeptical, but it's me too. No, that Avatar trailer looks fucking great, though, dude. It looks good. Okay. It looks good. The locations, amazing. The costumes, amazing. The casting, mostly amazing. I have some hesitations. I just can't let myself get excited. I know. I can't do it. I can't bring I can't bring myself to do it. And that sucks because I love Avatar. I love Avatar so goddamn much, but I've been here before and I let myself get excited once. Oh, I, let, I, know. I let myself get excited once. All I'm saying is I my mentality is that uh, always trust to hope. I will not let myself be a nihilist when it comes to anything anymore. I will always enjoy a lead up to something. And if it's not good, I will let that thing just 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 dissolve into the night. Here's the thing. I will let it fade into dissolve the void. In- I'm going to watch it. I'm going to like I'll acknowledge that the trailer looked good, but I don't think I can get excited. You know, there's a difference between like excitement is choice. Excitement's a choice. It is. What is the worst out, worst possible outcome that it's not very good? Yeah, it, it, we quite we've we've quite literally seen the worst outcome when it comes to an Avatar adaptation. No, you're right. You're right. There is no possible way it could be worse than that. And I would gar- I would bet my life. It on won't. That. It, it like, cannot it, be worse. It can't Gar- be worse. Guaranteed, it won't be as bad. It can't. One hundred percent. It can't be worse, and I don't think it'll be even close to as bad. I think it'll be a lot better. I I guess. Overall, to me, I, my, my question was just like, why are we doing this? 
You know, like the original. I get that series was just so good. Like we don't need to recreate ever. Like I, there's this there's this trend in media right now of just like take a good thing and make it a million times over and over and over again. Yeah, and I'm just like why? Like can't the good thing just be good? I totally agree. This is my mentality. I, I agree with you, but I also my my retort is that you are you are trying to stop the waves from crashing to the shore. It's You're not going to like yeah. saying like, why is this happening? We live in a capitalist society. Sure. It's what they're going to do. Uh, I have just like, not that I'm allowing the waves to wash over me, yeah. but I've just decided to build a boat. Yeah. Like, it's I fine. Like, I just, I'm just like, yeah, they're going to make fine. it. Yeah. I'm just going to ride it out. You know? I get that. But I have to say, I'm infinitely more excited for the new series, like the new avatar. Like I'm excited to see new stories. I think the world is amazing. I want them to keep like, keep playing in this world. Yeah. And of course I'm going to love seeing their interpretation of it coming to life. So like, I'm going to watch the Netflix series and I'm probably going to like it quite a bit, but what I really want is just more new stories told in that world. I don't know. All I'm saying is that was a good ass trailer. It looked great. I'm very excited. Anyways, uh, Laura and the Davids, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey, hi. Hi. Oh Hello. hi! Are we here too? I didn't. I didn't. Hey, watch. You could have joined in. I, I didn't watch the trailer, so I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's good. It's just a teaser. It's like a minute and a half long, but it looks great. I think I was sold the moment they showed Ozai. I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's the that's Fire Lord." I was like, casting. "Holy shit, he's perfect!" Great casting. We're doing it again. Anyway, what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, what, what, <laughs> come what, on. What do you guys all? What, what's new, everybody? I don't know. I drink my entire drink during that conversation, so I'm gonna go get another one. <laughs> Time for another drink. What, what are y'all nerding out about? Anything new? What are we nerding out about? David Felix, what are you nerding out about these you days? Are you playing anything? <laughs> you watching anything? Uh, Diablo. Diablo? Yeah. Boring! I hey, know. shut up. We didn't say that during your Avatar conversation. No, yeah, I because see. we talked about something that's actually good. Shut up! Diablo 4 is great. I actually really want to play it. I was, yeah. I was texting Shane the other day and... Steph, I know you. You would hate that game. You Why? would hate it. Hey, hush. Why? I like love hush, Hades. Hush, hush. It's a, they're both dungeon crawlers. They're so different. One is a dungeon crawler. One is a rogue. A roguelike is so, so different. I don't know. I mean, it was. it's like I, I beat the game. The story was incredible. And then uh, now playing online, it's, you know, it's tricky because it's super repetitive and stuff. But this new season with the vampire stuff is kind of cool. You get like a little different story every time they do like a new event. Nice. And that's fun. Yeah. That's and it's fun. like, it's like mindless. And sometimes I'm just like, damn, I'm spending hours doing mindless shit. It kind of gets to me. Mm-hmm. It's not like when I was younger, when I could just sit and just play mm-hmm. Diablo two for fucking ever. But hey, I don't know. I've been very into mindless games recently. I cannot play anything that requires too much. Oh, power. bro. Who's playing Suica? Suica. Don't know what that is. Suica. 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 It's so Suica? good. Check it out. I was watching it last week. Remember? I was it's talking about it. Fruit Tetris. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've been playing that like crazy. So here's a question. What the hell happened last time? Because I don't remember. <laughs> I never remember anything. I'm sorry. Are, are brains okay? Like, did COVID just like I annihilate think so. us? I think COVID ruined my brain, actually. I I, I remember what happened last episode. Look at that. I See, Foz remembers. See? Remembers. See? I would reach over and give Foz a high five if I could, but he's hours away. I don't remember what happened, but I did take notes because I know that I'm forgetful. It doesn't count. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I did talk to the sketchy guy. I remember that. Oh, good. And Skelly. Can you, can you remember the sketchy guy's name? Nope. <laughs> that was so fast. You didn't even have to think if you remembered. 
That's we saw the there was like the vision of Skelly. No, it was Skelly's knife and his hat. You guys did. <laughs> I think you scried. I think A attempted yeah. to oh scry on that was the so sick spade. When you did that. Yeah, it was very lucky. It was not a very likelihood likely thing you to succeed. It. That was good pretty job. Um, Good Aww, job, guys. David. But you scried on the spade, <laughs> saw that he was trapped in like a metal box under like in some place. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you saw, you remembered you saw like on like a uh, table or a bench or something like that next to where that box is being kept, that metal box, you saw Skelly's hat and his dagger just stashed on uh, some surface. Yep. Yeah. Other than that, um, there was also the, the, the we, we did a little back and forth with Percy and Obella. Uh, we got a little bit of information on kind of what Obella is uh, bandying for. Mm, um, that's right. Pretty interesting. I that was cool. A little insight into what Percy's kind of thinking. Yeah. 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 Percy about ready to uh, tell his friends to fuck off and then, uh, no. you know, go. Uh, He's going rogue. Join up with his uh, lady as she, you know, gains uh, immense power. Honestly, I wouldn't even blame him, to be real with you. Like, I get it. She's hot. She's powerful. Who wouldn't? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's not she a bad option. She laid out that she kind of wants to do what she wants, when she wants, with whom she wants. And I think that appeals to uh, Percy's, I'll say, non-ideological anarchism. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I could see it. I would be sad if Percy left us. I would be sad, too, obviously. I'm just saying I wouldn't blame him. I would be like, yeah, makes sense. But I would be sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh damn! But yeah, I mean, I mean, to to continue on, you guys did see. Um, it seems as if I think some of the I think I don't know if this was on the afterpath or on the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably in the afterpath because the show would have ended right after that. But I think you guys had said some of you were like Skelly's in on it. Skelly kidnapped the spade and isn't telling us which i was like okay that could be a, that's possibly it. it's pot you never know and skelly. you guys were like oh maybe skelly got kidnapped and i was like i don't know that that's possible that could be it so it could happen i'm very curious i think you guys maybe talked about talking to a couple different people what you wanted to take on next did anyone remember specifically I'm trying to jog your guys' memory by getting you to think about it well we know and we discussed this last time we know that skelly was going to track down not track down but to like Keep an eye on, um, what's his name again? Batiste. Batiste, thank you. That's it. Uh, That's the one. So like, that was what we last left him to do. And so then if our next vision is him, like, I'm guessing he did, just got caught. And so like, I think we need to go to Batiste. You also, I think, floated the idea of going to talk to Orifax. Because I think there was some discussion of like, well, if we can't find Batiste, Skelly, why don't you go scope out Orifax to see if like, He's a, if if Vitisse is like around, I think that's what yeah. you guys talked about going to check yeah. out Orifex. But also it's right. because like Skelly went to check out that bar um, is is another thing he went to do right. after Isla didn't make a lot of headway there. Well, Skelly came back and said he couldn't find anything about right. Vitisse, mm-hmm. right? And right. so he went back out. So it's Orifex. No, oh. he couldn't find anything about Batiste. So we had him go out and we gave him the idea. Maybe Orifax has some dealings with Batiste and maybe Batiste is staying with Orifax. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys did mention that that is a possibility. Yeah, I think. So there's things to look into. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed. So. Well, I mean, you guys can. Shall we begin? I mean, you guys, 
There doesn't always need there's there's no curtain up, Laura. So like, uh, we can I just. I want like a. Laura's always like, and so can we start playing now? It's like we already are. I w- Josh, <laughs> I want I want you to have one of those little things and just go and action, and then you say, "Do you know what that's called?" Come from stage right, and then you know I will walk called? in from stage. Do you know what that's called? I don't know what it's called. I forgot what it was called. It's called a slate. A slate. That's right. It has a name. Yep. Well, this is wild. I want you to say. Why well, just dab on it? That's an dab, action. I That's want, a what? Action. Oh. <laughs> no, it's a slate. I do it when I film stuff for my job. So ah, I see. I'm a slate guy. On oh, top wow. of other things, you should but. try dabbing instead. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> no. And action. <laughs> Your you guys, it like, wouldn't what? serve the point. Do you know what the thing is for? You know why they it do has, that? Like stuff, so that way you can see it on the actual video. That's like, it has all this like okay. scene and like all of that. Yes. But do you know why you do the little oh, no. noise? Oh, is it because the audio thing? It like makes the thing? No, it's it's audio sync. Uh, because audio and video are not recorded at the same time on film sets when you're recording with a camera yeah. and like a boom mic, they're recorded separately and you can go in, get the audio, find where that clap is. It's why we clap. It's the same thing we do at the beginning yeah, of yeah. our episodes because Foz is oh, remote. Oh, when you dab, you, can you sync- just smack your <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Let me run it by my boss. Beautiful. I'll talk to our video producer on the set and be like, so Alex, hear me out. <laughs> so hear me out. What if? Um, no, it's fine. Would would you be able to time the audio if I dabbed? If I said dab at the same time I dab. did it, oh. would that be useful for you? And dab. <laughs> okay, so I think we left off where A had just seen. You had just seen that and you and you uh, yeah. So yeah. can we can we start from there? A do you No, s- no, we have to start. Five minutes after that. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, she had finished explaining to what she saw. She so she did explain it. Well, yeah. Let's just let's just say she explained it. We don't need to go through the whole rigmarole and stuff. Like, oh, no, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, so A just explained that she saw it was. Yeah, the you, hat guys and watch, the you guys watch. You guys watch A kind of come out of this little bit of a trance uh, over this mirror she was using. You watch as the mirror, which had become, uh, had almost looked like it had become liquid. The the actual glass itself uh, solidifies again, and then uh, A explains to you guys what she saw. Wait, you're saying it was Skelly's hat and dagger? You're sure? Wait, does that mean Skelly's not okay? Do we need to go find him? I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I mean, it was obviously his. Well, well where was he? Where was he going to be last? I mean, we sent him off, right? He was you, going to scope out Orifax. He was scrying on the spade, though, right? Yes. So the spade is there. They're in the same place, but could you tell where it was? No, because it would. It looked to be. Uh, there was no windows or anything. Could be a basement. Not a hospitable place by any means. Well, we know Skelly was going to look into Orifax, so maybe that's where we should start. Salai, is there any way you could send a message to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. What would we say? Just ask to Skelly, right? To Skelly. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Salai's going to cast Sending, and it's going to say... Um. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What are the parameters of sending someone a message with that spell? It says you contact a particular creature with which you are familiar and send a short message of 25 words or less to the subject. The subject recognizes you if it knows you. It can answer in a like manner immediately. And they need an intelligence score as low as one can understand the sending. But the subject's ability to react is limited as normal by its 
by its intelligence. Uh, they're not obligated to act upon it in any manner. And if the creature in question is not on the same plane of existence, then there's a 5% chance that the sending doesn't arrive. Yeah. I was curious, like, what the relationship had to be. I, like, I had an idea of, like, sending a message to someone that you didn't know, but you have to at least be familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. So Sly is going to cast sending and is going to say, Hey, Skelly, it's Sly. Are you okay? A saw you lost your cap and dagger. Where are you? That's it. Love you. <laughs> love you. XOXO. You always got to leave those last two words for the love you. It's very important. Yeah. I'm doing some research on the sending spell to make sure I cross all my T's here. Take your time. Are you trying to figure out if he has to say it out loud or not to reply? Because I've always wondered that about the sending spell. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there there is much debate. That is one aspect of what I'm looking at. There is much debate on this. Some of it hinges on saying no, because unlike the message spell, sending doesn't specifically say you have to, which message the cantrip does say you have to whisper it aloud. It does have a verbal component, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's you saying the words. It is vague. And kind of strikes be- me is that it's sort of, it would be up to me to decide, which I usually like to find a more concrete answer than that, which fucking sucks. Let me see here. I'm curious if he's like gagged and like, mm-hmm. if you were to like make noise in response, then we would hear that kind of noise mm-hmm. or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, does it have to be words or it can it be like noises? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is an odd, this is an odd instance where I wish this was a little more concrete for a game like Pathfinder, but that's okay. They choose the weirdest things to be very strict about and the weirdest things to be not at all clear on. <laughs> yeah, it's super unclear. Holy shit, I never even realized, guys. Sending has a 10-minute casting time. It takes you 10 minutes to cast this Holy shit. Jesus. I never oh, noticed wow. that before. We've probably fucked that up before. You've probably sent something in a moment of a... Probably. Of, of, of where it needed to be quick. Uh, but that's fine. We'll just remember for going forward. Okay, this is what I'm going to say. I'm of so many different minds about this because I have different ways I think would be interesting or dramatic or more by the book. But this is what I'm going to say. Salai, you cast the spell. It goes as it always does. You know when the spell is, like, successful. You've felt it, like, fail before. Recently, when you tried to contact Tyros, and because of the blocked magic, whatever uh, component of that plane that Varel's little hideout is on, blocks those kinds of communications, you know what happens when the spell just, like, fails. It succeeds, but you don't get a reply. Oh, shit. Hmm. Oh, that's a bad sign. So, I mean, this is one thing. I mean, you don't know for sure. I mean, number, let's go through the list of things. So uh, just very clear because Salai understands how the magic works. You have no idea if he's on like the same plane of existence. You have no reason to think he's not, but there's no indicator because right. of the way the spell works. Like there's only a 5% chance when it comes to that by itself in and of the spell that that would have any kind of uh, uh, that it would thwart the magic in any way. But I will say, you know, based on how the spell resolved that he's not dead. I think he's either gagged or unconscious, possibly. Yeah. I think that's yes. most likely the case. And that's not helpful to us. No. Yeah. I have a feeling he is unconscious. Uh, something I did want to say, though, just to make a decree here on episode 95, um, the way I'm treating this, although I do think doing it the other way is potentially more interesting from what I'm reading from other GMs and other people um, across Pathfinder forums and Reddit and stuff like that. Ooh, Reddit. I hate having to go there. It's a scary place. <laughs> it is. That's a, pl- it's a place of darkness and dread and racism. 
You see that shadowed place over there? Yeah. That is Reddit. You must never yeah, go there. Yeah, Reddit, Reddit is the new elephant graveyard um, <laughs> uh, where, all, where all hope goes to die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Um, I'm going to say that sending does not require the, the caster nor the recipient to speak out loud to send the 25 words. I am okay. decreeing that now. It does not, all right. it is not okay. require for them. It does... The spell itself, the casting in the ten minutes, requires a verbal component that is hardlined in the rules. But that is not that does not denote that you have to speak it out. You can speak it out loud, but it's really? not required. That is how I am judging it. I like the argument that the cantrip message specifically says you must whisper the words out loud. And I think by many other Pathfinder rules, looking at another similar spell mm-hmm. for confirmation, this does not say that. Yeah, it never even mentions. Which I, I, I think, I think the D and D version does mes- mention like a mental, mental message, which is interesting. It's not this game, so it doesn't exactly make you know the same argument. But nowhere in here does it say anything about it, so it is up to me. But I think the reference to message as calling it out denotes that here it's not called out. You have to speak it, so yeah. you don't have to. And also, like I think that it being a fourth level spell like deserves to be a little bit better than the cantrip, you know. So Skelly's dead. No, we know that no. he's not. <laughs> Boz, no. We know that. Yes, because it wouldn't it wouldn't reach him. Josh? I told I told her from I was I would say this. I'm not giving an objective god god's eye view. I'm saying from Salai's perspective, the way she knows the magic works, she's seen it fail. Although I don't think you've ever tried to send it to a dead person before. Yeah, that's um, what so I was you don't know. About. But you've seen it fail before, not reach its its destination. But from what you know, without any experience sending it to a deceased recipient, the message was delivered. So Salai, as from Salai's understanding, is he's not dead. Hurry, send a message to ISIL. <laughs> Test it. I, I was going to say we Somehow just have to wait for someone to die. Dolicos, and now we're all more confused. Oh, no. <laughs> Very confirmed. Oh, no. Uh, no, here's how I know. Guys, that... we're about to get into like the philosophical idea of like personhood and identity and whatnot. What like, makes a soul? A soul? Oh, it's just going to be very hard and difficult. So, you know. Look, guys, I know that Skelly is not dead because Josh would never kill Skelly. <laughs> no, you don't, not like this. You don't Josh is Skelly. Skelly's purpose. just self-insert. All I'm going to say, guys, is I I once heard a writing lesson from a writer I really like uh-huh. talking about how when you want to really drive the point home in a book that circumstances are dire, you always kill the family dog. Oh my god! Because no. it sends a message to the reader or the no. consumer, or whoever's the watcher or whatever. Yeah. And all I'm saying book. is, I take that super seriously, and I think that's a really great point. Well, I'm just gonna throw this out there, guys. While I may love Skelly, and no, do I want him to just die on some random bullshit? I'm just tossing this out there. If you had to say of any of the characters that are mainstays in the game, which one of them is the family dog? Oh, Skelly. Yeah, well, you just it's talking about Percy. it makes it makes me <laughs> no, it's, think it's not plausible. So, Percy's the family dog. Percy's a stray dog. He's not the family. Percy's dog. a stray dog. <laughs> yeah, he's that's he's a he's a little he's a little pup that keeps following I mean you guys that around in the most lovable way. I hope you know. I mean it in a good way. It's a compliment. That's all I'm uh-huh. saying. It's not meant to give you one one uh-huh. thought or the other, Foz, but it is something I genuinely believe that I that's think is fair, like and I really smart. Appreciate that. So take it as you will, but. Yeah, fucking, what am I going to do? I'm just, guys, you know how many rolls I've fudged to make this, like, lower-level character not just get fucking murked by shit because it would be stupid and anticlimactic because he's an NPC? Josh, don't tell us that. A lot. Who cares? Oh, my God, Joshua. 
Where was oh, that when that Isla sense. died, huh? He fudged that as well to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. True. I don't do that. I don't do that. It's only no, it's only happened like once or twice with Skelly. And it wasn't like he's gonna die. It's just like we don't need to deal Wait with this. Wait a minute. Shit. This this would have hit Skelly, but let's have it hit Island. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> hey, if you don't want your character to die, be better in combat. Wow. Yeah, that was kind of your fault. Um, oh my god. Was, you're right. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> anyway. So sorry, what does Salai say? Um Salai's gonna say that's weird. It's like, I feel like he got it, but he, he's not saying anything back. What? Maybe he can't? Gods. You it's don't think something... He, he can't be... The spell reached him, right? I mean, it feels like it did. I, it definitely reached someone. Hopefully that means he's not, you know... Well, maybe he's trying to be, like, super secret, like, quiet. Fuck and you, doesn't want doesn't want to, like, speak, you know? Maybe. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't really have to, like, say it out loud, I don't think. You could just, like, brain speak it? Yeah. Maybe he's you unconscious. Have to feel the words, you know? Feel the words. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is... This is really bad. We need to find him as quick as we can. Isla? What? You're the one that knows... The dragon. Right. Well, what do you think I should do? Maybe we should go pay him a visit. I mean, I doubt going to his door and demanding to see Skelly is going to do anything, but maybe I could uh, get to a point where I could explore the grounds. I don't think demanding is uh, the best No. course of action. Maybe we'd be a little more subtle. We need to come up with a plan. I can ask to meet with him. I could even say it's something urgent. I just have to come up with something. I think you'd be honest with him. To be honest, that's my... You think thought. I should tell him who I'm looking for? Yeah. I think you tell him that we're looking into Vatiste. We sent Skelly and ask if uh, he knows anything about that. And kind of uh, judge the situation based on what he says. It could work to our advantage. I'll see if I can set up an urgent meeting with him. Or maybe I should just go to his place? Is that weird? Yes, it is weird. What do you think I should do, eh? I don't have any plans, honestly. The, uh, just, it, it's, the story would have to be tight. Telling them that we sent someone to potentially break into his house is not a good start either. We don't necessarily have to say that. We just say we were looking into Vatiste and maybe our friends was led here. It's a possibility. Also, he's a very busy man, so maybe contacting someone that knows his schedule would be prudent. I did get along pretty well with his secretary. There you go. I'll contact her. Is there a way I could contact the secretary quickly? I do want to uh, correct you. Calling I'm sorry, Ab- calling campaign Ab- manager. Calling Abigail Bertram <laughs> a secretary. Wow. She is, is part dead. of She is part of upper campaign <laughs> management for the entirety of of the Ardenist Chamber of well, Delegates. And you acting like she's a lowly secretary. Well, hey, secretaries like, aren't lowly. Like she only went Hold to on. like a year of fucking trade school <gasps> and didn't 
didn't spend years in university clawing her way up past a bunch of fucking men who didn't work as hard as her. First and you're going to call her a secretary. First of all, I went to a year of trade school and I'm very successful. I know. Thank you. Second, yeah, look in the fucking mirror, second, Laura. What were you saying, Foss? I'm kidding. I- I'm joking about the secretary thing. I'm sure you all work your asses off and it's not lowly. I'm just trying to give my wife some shit. When when I said sec or when we were talking about secretary, like wouldn't when they become like secretary of state or something like some equivalent? I'm not sure. I know she's if, his campaign manager. I don't know if she actually would have like a role. In the election, cabinet positions are assigned at the discretion of the elected parties, and this is not a presidential congressional system. This is a parliamentary one, and I'm trying to I understand it the best essential. I can because I'm a, I'm a dumb dumb American boy, and I don't really know how parliament works. Same. Okay, well, either way, I'm going to try to reach out to Abigail. Is there a way I can reach her quicker? Like, I would know, probably, right? Like, is there, like, a pigeon or some shit? <laughs> a, a pigeon? A pigeon, huh? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Our crow is gone, so... A carrier crow? <laughs> you yeah, could potentially... has been gone for ages. <laughs> that crow died. The, it's no, the, the crow, crow from the raven? Yeah. The raven. No, no, no. I mean, Isla, I mean, Isla could inquire about it, sure. Or Isla could go look for that bird. Yeah. Okay, great. Isla goes and looks for a bird. <laughs> yeah, the, bur- the the cage you guys got from the raven is empty. Well, shit. And you, you I- I'll be honest, uh, everyone but Percy probably thinks it shouldn't be. Well, what the fuck? Okay, so that's out. Are there any other birds around? <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, I- I'm saying is that we all know Percy sent a message that everyone else is like knowing with the bird, but oh. you guys go to find it and it's not there. Oh. So I don't oh. know what happens when oh, that happens. I, no, I, okay, I get it. I get it. Sorry, I didn't understand. Well, that's out. <laughs> <laughs> well, so much for that. Well, now no. I kind of want to like role play confronting Percy. About. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now I'm like, oh, oh that's uh, that's the door yeah. I just cracked open for yeah, you guys. Exactly. Because, okay, uh, so Isla, let's 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 do this properly. Okay, Isla's gonna say, oh, I'll uh, I'll send the Raven, and she goes to find. <laughs> She starts going over to the raven's cage. Is it? It is also interesting that you're going to send this raven that is basically a two-way message between you and the raven to try to go to this random place, but that's also... You know, Listen, if right. he's going to give us a tool, I'm going to use it. And if he has any complaints... Remember that ravens have to be specially trained to I'll go to certain locations. Him. So, Where is... Is there a carrier pigeon, like, station? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we're really drawing this out in a way that doesn't I need to be. I just want to contact you could, Abigail. You know she is a in campaign management for the Ardness Chamber of Delegates. You could go talk. You could go to their headquarters. I'm sure the I'm sure the Chamber of Delegates, the, the Ardness Chamber of Delegates has like like a party headquarters, a messenger okay. system. Okay. You know? Yeah, where well she works or whatever. How about this, Isla? Before thinking better of it goes to check for the Raven and then kind of kind of thinking. Well, now Laura just wants to stir up trouble. Of course I do. And she's kind of thinking, like, I probably shouldn't send the raven, but I'll go check on it. And it's gone. The raven's gone. Did one of you use it? No. I didn't touch it. Where could it have gone to? Did it get out on its own? I forgot we had one at all, honestly. We were supposed to keep it safe for, you know, our friend. Percy, do you know what happened to it? Oh, the raven? Yeah. Did it get out? I don't know. Roll up, let him. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go ahead and drop? Why don't you go ahead and drop that D twenty, buddy, and add your bluff? Score. I don't know. <laughs> Six. <laughs> I'm. Don't even roll sense motives, guys. It is quite apparent. Foz, give me, give me the most obvious. I don't know. You could imagine when you do know something. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's so weird. Me as a five-year-old and my mom asked that's, me where the last no, is. Isn't that, isn't that weird, Salah? Like, bring another person think, in on it? That's so weird, right? So strange. I wonder what could have happened. 
So you used it? What? <laughs> so I just straight up confronts. <laughs> no, like it's it's really clear that you used it, Percy. Did you? Uh, were you trying to lie? I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Rush. Percy r- runs upstairs. <laughs> what was that about? It was weird. Percy never lies to us. Yeah. Wait, was he genuinely trying to lie just now? <laughs> I I think so. Hmm. Anyway. Well, we'll, uh, I guess, uh, figure that out later. I am going to try to go see if I can find the headquarters and talk to someone there. Get an emergency meeting with our dragon friend. Isla's going to grab her stuff. Do you have a reason? Have you thought of something? I think I'm going to take Percy's approach and be honest, but carefully honest. And also, maybe I will appeal to his ego a little bit and make him think that you know, I think he's the only one who can help me. He seems to like being able to hold things over people's heads. It's not a bad approach. We'll see if it gets me anywhere. And if it doesn't, then we'll just have to try to find Skelly the old fashioned way, I guess. Wish me luck. Good luck. Are right, um, you heading over there by yourself? Yeah, I think that's, double that's best. She's okay. going to grab her stuff. She's going to have all her gear with her this time, though. Does he have a vested interest in trying to gain the favor of the rest of us? Because it may be advantageous to bring the rest of us along. Because then, like, it can feel like he has the opportunity to win us the rest That's of the summer. That's true. It's up to you guys. I, I mean, don't care. Salai will join, at the very least. Maybe I could just bring Salai. I feel like if it's too many of us, I could feel like we're ganging up on him or something. Yeah. But with just Salai, it's, like, pretty chill. Salai's a good choice. Yeah, she's a pushover and unassuming. And yeah. I well, can, I can, I'm thinking mechanically could help her out of a lot of situations. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I also can very easily play into my skepticism of the opposing party because it exists. True that. True that. I have more skepticism to him, but he doesn't have to know that. He doesn't know that. That's the thing. Hey, just keep an eye on things here, will you? You got it. And if anything bad happens, just go to uh, find Varel in his, you know, house. I'm sure you can be safe there. Yeah. I'll continue tidying. Thank you. All right, Salai. Let's, uh, let's do this. All right, let's go. All right, let me ask Foz while we're here. Um, what does Percy actually go do? He sneaks out the uh, window of the bathroom. Oh! And, and drops drops from the bathroom, uh, the second floor bathroom. And dies. And at the second, no, he's not second we and Isla walk out the door, so we just see him. No, <laughs> no, no, you guys had to discuss. He no, had a no, second. No. He had a second. Uh, you're going to drop down, like, where? Like, into the like alley next to the house? On your like, yeah. mini back patio? Like, what? I, I imagine the the bathroom is, like, on the back side of the house for some reason. Sure. I don't, uh, it doesn't have to be, but... Done. It's canon. He drops off the back side of the house and disappears. All right, roll, roll a... Just a just a, a cheeky acrobatics for me. Okay. I thought, cheeky acrobatics. I thought he was like a nervous pooper. I'll show you cheeky. Uh, 33. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Level 12 <laughs> acrobatics check to jump down. Just fucking impervious to shit. It also doesn't even matter. He could just leap off and take a damage. That's a, that's he has to the cat. the cat. Like, he literally just like takes one damage just by like jumping out. Stupid. Dumb, dumb. Dumb magic item. Boots of the cat is like an inexpensive low level item. A thousand gold. It's relevant for the entirety. You could literally wear it for anything. Your entire character, you know, character life. Yeah, even playing standard Pathfinder, there's no like the boot slot is one of the open ones. 
Like, it's not required for any of, like, the big six magic items, you know? Right. Exactly. So it doesn't even I mean, debilitate you. Like, boots, it's not a belt. Speed not a is probably the best one to get. But, 100%. Um, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Boots of speed for sure are, like, the best thing. But you could get a speed weapon if you if you didn't want to do that. Exactly. Just get a speed weapon instead. All right. Percy disappears. A is left at home to clean. Salai and Isla head off into the city. You guys go towards the parliamentary assemblage. You know that the various parties have varying um, sizes and degrees of a foothold here. You ask around, or I mean, maybe you guys have seen it before. It's not really that important, but you eventually do find uh, a little ways away from the actual assemblage, the the, the large converted, you know, uh, previously a royal keep uh, of the previous um monarchy converted into the the main sort of capital building uh, essentially you do find like another well constructed with columns with uh, a, a big front entrance uh, a set of stairs going up to it you do see uh this large building uh emblazoned it, it says on the front of it ordinance chamber of delegates excellent we go in yeah you go inside i mean it's it's much smaller than the actual parliamentary assemblage building but you, you go inside and there is this large opening foyer and hall that you can see goes off into a couple different directions, but you can see on uh, one side of it, uh, there's this sort of uh, quarter circle counter uh, and there are two people sitting behind it, um, speaking to a couple other different folks. You can see there are these large portraits of some people you've probably heard of and you do see one of them is of Orifex. It's a, it's, he's uh, kind of looking off. He's not looking at the uh, uh, the subject is not looking at the painter, not looking at you directly, but looking off. And he looks uh, tall, broad-chested, regal, gold-scaled. I think is this the first time technically Salai would have seen any representation of him? Yeah, I don't I think, think she's she, ever seen him. I don't think she knows what he looks like at all. I will say this, Isla. It's a pretty. It's it's a really well done portrait. It looks just like him. There you go. But it is like a, a big oil painting. Uh, but there's several of the different people that uh, probably serve in the Ard- Ardenus Chamber of Delegates. But uh, you see there looks to be some kind of reception or something like that over on the left-hand side in this little quarter circle counter that you guys could go over to. Okay. Um, Isla's going to approach whoever is sitting at the front there. Uh, you see a, a young man in like really well-cut um, uh, like a tunic and whatnot currently uh, speaking to somebody and they kind of usher them off to a, uh, a different end of the, uh, the building uh, where they come back over and they sit down. Can I help you? Hi. I was hoping to speak to or get a message to Abigail Bertram very urgently. I think I've seen you before. Are you... You're one of the the Thanes, right? And uh, Yes, my name's Isla, and this is Sly. Hi, it's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, you as well. Welcome to the Ardenus Chamber of Delegates. I can have a message sent to Miss Bertram. She is uh, currently attending to um, her busy schedule as the campaign management for the upcoming election. Uh, is there anything in particular you would like me to uh, assure she receives? I need some help from Orifax himself. Um, if he's willing to help me. It's a bit urgent, but I think he might be the only one who I trust to help me with this particular situation. It's a bit delicate, so I just am trying to figure out the best way to go about that, if you could help me. Is this um, a, a personal matter? Uh, yes, it is. Interesting. Uh, generally, um, we deal with official chamber business. Um, I, I figured as much. I just wasn't sure how to get a hold of Abigail urgently, so this was the first place I thought to look. 
I, I apologize for being direct. I just wouldn't expect you to be close acquaintances, seeing as whom you all work for. It is a bit shocking, I know. But I recently met with Orifax, and, um... Oh, are you coming to help out on his side of the campaign? We'll see. It is, uh... He was quite persuasive, I'll say that. Very interesting. Well, I won't pry into uh, your personal matters uh, any further. I can have a message sent to Miss Abigail. Is there a timeline at which she would, I mean... Just as soon as possible would be great. Sure. Um, let me see what I can do. Thank you so much. And they get up and kind of walk away. And you guys kind of hang out. I don't know if there's anything you guys want to like do or, or you kind of wait. Just looking around at all the portraits. <laughs> yeah, you see a, a number of different people. They all look Oh, it's like old. Sounds right. Oh, just old. Old politician fuddy-duddies. Just old. Oh, look, another old guy. Oh, look, another old guy. Old. Oh, look, another old guy. They're all bald. So many old guys. Old guys. Um, But eventually you see um, uh, this person comes back around and says, "Um, I was actually able, um, uh, seeing as you were very nice. We have some connections uh, and ability to send messages magically. I was able to have a, a, a relay a message to her. And she said, while she doesn't have much time, she is currently at Lord Dundymion's estate and said that if you wanted to uh, steal her away for a few minutes, she would be open to that idea. And says that Lord Orifax says he would be delighted to see you and to meet your friend. I Amazing. described that uh, I let her know that you were both here. That is so helpful. Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough, really. It's fine. It's my job. Well, um, that was pretty much all I needed, but thank you. I'll get out of your hair now. He's bald. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, get out of your eyebrows. Shit. Just deep sigh. He's like always with the fucking hair. <laughs> God damn it. No, he got a righteous full head of hair. Maybe too much. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, John, <laughs> yeah, what's up? Real quick, I have, I have a quick question just to clarify. When uh, A did the scrying on the spade, Yeah, um, we know that the spade was in a box, a metal box. The spade is in a metal box. Okay, just check. And as best you could tell, they're alive. Okay. Amazing. Just check. Why? Just checking and making sure it's all good. But why, though? Just my brain juices are churning. Brain juices. You have to tell me. I'm the GM. Legally, you have to tell me. Don't listen to him, Foz. I, I did tell you, though. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, you guys leave the uh, Artemis Chamber of Delegates. Fucking easiest interaction you guys have ever had on the entire show. Love it. Thank the gods. And I'm assuming... Um, I mean, you're just asking for fucking information. Um, but uh, he was a nice fellow. I think he just wanted you to not be at his. He just he, wanted he did, me. He didn't want you to be at his desk me. anymore. Not in the fish. Uh, so <laughs> you guys can make your way over to the Dundimian Estate if you would like. Yes, we make our way to the Dundimian Estate. Okay. Before we head over to the uh, Dundimian Estate, I want to make sure the Davids, a Percy, is there anything particularly you want to call out that you're doing? I'm always trying to update and not get too distracted on one line of thought. I sent you a uh, oh, and a uh, message in, in, a, in the Discord, a secret, the Discord, in the Discord. Um, uh, before I read this, David Felix, what bit of cleaning has A gotten up to? 
Oh. Feels really weird thing to role play, but I'm just asking. Um, trying to keep you from having to think about your back. I know it hurts. No worries. Um, she uh, rearranged the bookshelves. You know. Oh, things, so you guys have bookshelves yeah. now, right? Yeah, yeah, of course we do. Okay. Big We're readers. learned, yeah. well-read people. Okay, we got to go around. Uh, everyone call out your character's intelligence score. A, Shut what's up. your intelligence score? Is a 12. 12. Isla? 12. Salai? 14. Percy? 18, baby. We're well-read, learned people. Thank you very Percy much. Percy doesn't own a book. Okay. Percy, He's, as we've said, Percy is kind of a savant. Percy's got those street smarts, baby. Street smarts. Salai, Salai did go to school, although she did go to like... I dropped out after like three months. No, you... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because you went to school, loser. but you went to like... A religious seminary. Ew. So like, ew. I went only to learned, Bible school. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's legitimate. It's like you went, you know, you went to for people Southern Californians, you know this. You went to Biola. Yeah. No. You went to like no, no, no. You went to Azusa Pacific because you did drink a lot of beer. Yeah. And Azusa, oh, Azusa no. is a little more of like a lib Christian not school. Not Azusa Pacific. You other two, you're not dumb. You're actually slightly above average, but nothing yeah. to stick. My dad went to Biola, and I wanted to go to APU. That was oh my. Oh my god. That was your rebellion. You were like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to APU, baby. APU was like, yeah, I had friends who went to Azusa Pacific, and they're definitely a little, little um, edgier. I, want, I wanted Ugh. to go to Biola for the girls. Oh, yeah, you did. You just wanted, like, cute girls in Oxfords and sundresses. Yeah, it That's was the it. best. Who oh. listened to me without you? That's what you wanted. And, yeah. and, death, and death Cab for Cutie. We would just be sitting around, yeah. just listening to Death Cab. That's right. You and me, you and me yeah. were vying for the same women around oh, the same yeah. time. So. Just a bunch of Zoe Deschanel's. Hell yeah. Ended up with this fucking dork. Oh, what the, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I like Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> I was one of those girls. Laura's a Zoe we listened to Death Cab. Zoe adjacent. Yeah, Zoe adjacent. At the very least, we listened to Death Cab for Cutie and Me Without You. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we listened to. I like. Okay. Okay. The number of times I ran through plans and transatlanticism. I'm just throwing out. That's not what what Felix and I are talking about. And when they were postal service. That's not. Oh my God. Oh my God, Laura. I want to die. <laughs> when they were personal servants. Do him, not yeah. act like Death Cat for Cutie is just Ben Gibber. It kind of is. It kind of is. No, the, the, the band, <laughs> that band would not be the same. It wasn't surrounded Name by the band. What are you talking member. about? <laughs> no one cares about the other members. I could barely pull Ben's name out of my ass. So, like, no one gives a fuck about the members that's of what Death That's what we're saying. Postal Service and Death Cab for Cutie are the same thing. Nah. They're so not. You're insane. Yeah. Hey, to the two non-musicians in the group, um, why don't you leave that up piano. to us? <laughs> Stephanie, I've never heard you play She's a note really of good. an instrument. She's really good. Are you serious? I actually played a lot of... I don't anymore, but I played... I did bells for five years. Played steel drums. <laughs> oh, you did not play steel oh, drums. I took no. steel drum lessons. She yes, I did. Oh. Steel drums. Okay. And I played piano for 12 years. These are the requirements yeah. to be called a musician. Either one, they're super... And you guys are going to be like, what? What about this? And I'm not... Let me finish first. Oh, one, one is either you write your own songs you write your own music Boo. or or because i know like a classical violinist probably does do or because you don't have to be a composer you write your own music or you know how to read sheet music i know how to read sheet music yeah I like fluently piano so fluently. Uh, not anymore stuff. but there was a point I where i could clefs? Read. both clefs yes damn all right grilled. all right all right I'll- literally yes 
Yes. I've never heard you do anything musical in the 12 years I've known I, you, Stephanie. I can read sheet music. I used to sing. Get out of here with that. No, I used to, I used to be able to I sight- am highly skeptical of what you just said, Laura. I used to be able to sight read with piano. Was I bad at it? I wasn't as good as I should be for how long that I played, but I could sight read. By the end of my 12 years, I was able to look at a sheet of music and play it the first time. Yeah. What if I what if I just move the goalposts? You have to have gotten paid to Shut play up. music. Okay. I got paid. There you go. So have I. I've gotten paid. Not me. I no, I never got paid. <laughs> Hell yeah, Fos, digital fist bump. Anyways, we're off topic again. I literally almost bought a... Stu- that was my, my... Before I got furloughed from work, that was my like COVID impulse purchase. I almost purchased a, st- oh, a that, steel drum. That so would have been unforgettable. So Don't ever play those. No, those are- very good you didn't because yeah. although uh, she, she is a reserved person, I think Catherine would have strangled you with your bare hands. She would have been super into it. Oh, I, I would have died. She loves two it. years of being cooped up with one person playing the fucking steel drum. It doesn't matter how much you like okay, it. True. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that it doesn't matter. Kill me at all. What her, what her heritage is. It doesn't matter at all. She would have strangled you with her bare hands and been happy to do it. Yeah, but like, what if I learned how to play like the tiki room? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see her, I'm gonna lay this out to her and ask, and she is gonna say, she's gonna say, yeah, you'd be dead. I know for a fact she's gonna say, it'd be, Josh is it'd right. Be fun for a month or two. Yeah. That's so generous, but sure. The, the fact that you think my ADHD would let me play it for more than two days before no, I would no, never I, touch I, the steel drum again. I, no, that steel I'm drum the, would just you know nowadays. How many I own that I don't play. Yeah, at all anymore. <laughs> just because I bought them. <laughs> yeah, that thing would just be like a would be holding fruit at this point. Yes, it'd just be in your kitchen holding fruit. Yep. Here's the thing, I took I took steel drum lessons for like a little under a year, and the reason why I stopped is because my teacher moved to Arizona, and there's only one steel drum teacher in Southern California. I believe that. I believe that. One hundred percent. Couldn't find another one after that. They do I mean, exist. I mean, Steph, just, just, I don't know, go to Coachella or to Burning Man and you could find several people playing the steel drum. Here's the problem. Or it YouTube. Was, it was a good thing that he moved because when I took up the lessons, it seemed like a really good idea in my head. And then when I was in the room playing the steel drum, I realized there's no sadder sound than just a steel drum playing and no like backing <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. It is not fun or Honestly. cool at all. A quarantine steel drum. <laughs> that's so Third sad. floor of an apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Some some great joy. Some single women have cats. This one's got a steel drum. Got a steel drum. We all need our like sad things. That's what it is, though. It just kind of sounds like people with steel drums just kind of die alone. (laughs) It's like Applebee's and steel drums. You know, like people that (laughs) it's like it's one and one. Uh, Man, love it, love it. Oh, I have some pretty solid ideas on, on Christmas gifts. Man. It's still 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 drum stuff. <laughs> um, all right, Foz, I checked your thing in the Discord. Um, noted. We'll kind of we'll, we'll, maybe we'll deal with that in a bit. But Salai and Isla, you guys make your way over to the Lavender Promenade. It's just adjacent to the Parliamentary Assembly. It's just north of it in Rigel. And uh, you walk your way over. You know, there's this large estate over on the far side of the Lavender Promenade uh, 
where you previously went. I will say uh, it is gated, <laughs> and uh, the, the the gates are closed. <laughs> oh, you went through these gates when you were in the carriage previously. Uh, there's a big elaborate golden D emblem on there from Dundimian, obviously, with this large kind of like uh, rearing dragon head. Is there like a guard or anyone? Or like a thing, you know how like big estates will have like a call box where you press a button? I know it's probably not that, but like anything similar to that? Yeah, like in New York. Hey, we got your pizza. Pizza from Dundimian. <laughs> Maybe he'll open the gate if he thinks there's pizza. Yeah, you do see that there is like a little guard house. Like it's like a, it's like the guy's basically a doorman. You know what I mean? That's sitting there. They're just chilling in the little house. You guys can walk up to like a little booth. Uh, hi there. Hello. It's like an older man. Okay. Hi. Uh, the Dindymian residence is expecting us. Isla and Salai. I beg your pardon. Say that one more time, please. And is there a surname you would perhaps be under? Whoa. Um. I've never seen either of you around before, and I've been I've been working the gate here at the Dondinian estate for 40 years. Oh, congratulations on your service. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Unfortunately, I don't think there's a surname we'd be under, but... We don't thank them for their service. We congratulate them. <laughs> Fighting the good fight at the gate. Yes. Yes, I. It's, it's, Congratulations. It's, you've it's, done this it's, uh, it's a bit of a boring job, but I keep myself. Uh, I do the daily crossword here in oh. the local broadsheet. I've done hundreds of them, maybe thousands of them over the years. Oh, that's that's so nice. It's really impressive, yes. actually. I, Thousands. I well one every day for forty years. It you keeps do the, the mind math. sharp. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, what did you all need once again? Uh, help you with please? The Dindymian residence is expecting us. Oh yes, dear. Um, uh, is that the name? Was Isla. Isla. Yes. Well, give me just a moment. I'm going to. Uh, I'll go ahead and walk up the hill. <laughs> oh, I'll I. I'll be back. I need to. I don't have any uh, logs for any Isla. Or what did you say, Miss. Uh, Salai. Uh, Salai Giles, yeah. Yes. The very polite one. If you allow me, I'll just go ahead. And he stands up. I'm just gonna. He grabs a cane. Uh, if if you'd like to just and pulls a cap onto his head like a little like oh service cap, and he opens the door. Just give me one moment. Oh, he pulls. His, you see like the jingling of keys. Make sure I lock the door for the guard. Hold on, it's not that one. It's about this one. No, it's Josh not. is punishing me for something, just, and I don't it know what. Uh, no, he's just having note. a good time playing an old old man. He never gets to do such things. <laughs> they would have done 14,600 crossword puzzles. Damn. Yeah, oh, don't give, diminish his give, accomplishments. Give t- uh, I do. The Dundimians do give me. Uh, generously, I have four weeks paid vacation each year. Oh, I apologize. Yes. I accru- you accrue a week every decade, so... Oh, could do the math. It's quite generous for someone of his stature. Like, does vacation time even exist? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's is- just, yeah, we're not going to go for the Dindimans then. 
Because well, that's bad. Fair and equitable employers. <laughs> well, disembodied voice from beyond the pale. To each other. Oh, here's like, the here's the island selection. Here's the Who are you talking to? He's that close to death. Here's the, here's <laughs> the, I, I found oh the, I found the key. All right. Well, um, my idea. And he goes to hook the keys to his belt, and they fall to the ground. He's like, oh, damn! One moment. He gets his cane, and he hooks the keys, and they slides them back down to his hand, and he hooks them on his belt. I'll uh, just give me uh, a moment to make my way up the hill, and then I will I'll go check with uh, Lord Dundamian. I believe he's currently is taking, uh, he's currently working with Miss Bertram. Uh, I'll be back in a jiff. And he starts to move slowly up the hill. You guys need to dimension door him right now. Oh, you break every bone in his body. <laughs> Shatter the man. He dies. Huh. I didn't know so I learned bone shatter. Oh, no. I used teleport. Oh, man. My God. No, I'm just fucking with you guys. Like, he, he, Thank he, you. they, they let you, they let him know ahead of time. And, like, he's, he opens the, he goes over and he, oh, yes, let me, uh, one moment. <laughs> goes over and, like, walks outside the gatehouse and he, pulls like a lever down and you watch it's like like a winch begins to move and these chains begin to pull the gate open it pulls it forward and he's just kind of standing uh there as like the gates kind of open around him and he's leaning on the on his cane he just well uh, please enjoy your time Uh, i'll be here thank you so much you're very welcome we really appreciate your help it was great meeting you yes i i i I don't think the GM even came up with a name for me. <laughs> His name's Archibald. Archibald? I don't like that. I don't like that. It doesn't fit for me. Too fancy. Darn it. This is a salty earth kind of guy. Douglas. <laughs> oh. No, we already had a Doug. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. Ralph. Ralph isn't terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name is Ralph Waldorf. Oh. Machu. Arch- Archio? Machio. Oh, Ralph, Ralph Machio. Uh, I thought you said Archio. I was like, Archio is interesting. My name is Ralph Waldorf Machio. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, thank you all for being so kind. Uh, my name is Ralph, and I will be here at the gatehouse uh, until the day they put me in the ground. We're already gone. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Good, goodbye. I feel like if you guys look close <laughs> enough, there's a plot not too far for his body. Like, just just beyond. Nah, they're just going to cement him into a wall. I don't know Skelly, why I turned Skelly, <laughs> <laughs> Skelly just literally climbed out of me for a second. Nah, I just, they're just going to cement him into a wall. It's because everything I say like this is just better. You know what I mean? Like I could be a, I could be sleazy. I could just say regular yeah, he's stuff. Not dead. I could just say regular stuff, and it's just like whatever. He's definitely you know? not. Dead. You know? Oh man. Maybe someday he's gonna die before all of you. He's, he's goblins don't live too long. Stop it's true. it. No, that's true. Yeah, he really is the family dog. My God. Yep. If woof, we ever woof. do like an end game, like uh, bork bork <laughs> woof woof. Uh, but yeah, you guys go up. Salai, the estate is is insane. This is like the nicest home and grounds you've ever seen in your entire life. There are people tending to the gardens. Uh, you see off to one side, there's even le- there's probably like a small orchard of fruit trees on one side that people are tending to. You can see a large carriage house uh, off to one side. And wherever there can be gold, there is, but it is just shy of being gaudy. It's okay. actually kind of perfect. Mm. 
More golden, I think someone like Salai would prefer. But at no times do you go, this is ostentatious. Right. You go, you just keep thinking to yourself, fuck, this, these guys are fucking wealthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But eventually you make it up to the door. I imagine you knock on it. Maybe they have like a big thing you pull. I don't fucking know. What, I don't know how it works. Sure. But uh, eventually uh, you actually see the the butler that you had seen before comes and answers the door. You see it pull open. They're just in like a very close cut suit. I can't remember if they were, I think they were an elf. I'm not totally sure, but they open the door and, yes, <laughs> what can I do for you? Hi, uh, my name's Isla. This is Salai. Yes, uh, the young uh, women who are here to see Miss Bertram. Is that what it is? Yes. Well, we received a magical message about your arrival. Please go right ahead. Thank you. Oh, uh, mm. do you mind wiping your shoes first? Oh, she looks down at her boots. Sure. She looks around. Oh, if you also wouldn't mind. Uh, follow me. And he walks you over to, like, the, the entry foyer. The sword belt. Could you Oh. put it away? Yes, of course. I don't mean to be forward, but it's a bit tacky to carry a weapon into a sitting politician's home, if you know what I mean. I just uh, carried around with me everywhere because of my job. It has nothing to do with Orifax. I understand. Uh, what I said still stands. Of course. There's a, a small coat closet here you could stow it in for the time being. She does that. You'll get it back as soon as you leave. <laughs> should make this bitch fucking clean your boots for you. That's what he gets paid for. Clean my boots. Um, I don't get paid to clean your boots. <laughs> All right. She stores away her stuff. Uh, uh, miss. Oh, um, yes. Wipe your feet, please. Oh, yes. Of course. Thank you. Uh, guy. They're in the reading room. Thank you. Off to your left. Yes, of course. I'll be around. Mr. Butler, man. Yes, my name is Javiel. Oh, Uh-oh. that's not what I expected. Jarviel. <laughs> no, Jarviel. 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 It's does he have like an apostrophe in his name somewhere? Or it could be Jarvier, like Jarvis, but like a like you yeah, know or say. Elvin Jar. I think E I E L technically in like Tolkien Elvish is like a female uh, uh, suffix. So maybe Jarvier. I don't know. I can't remember if I said he was Elvish or not. It doesn't matter. I'm just fucking around. Go talk to the dragon, dude. You walk in there. You see Abigail is currently sitting uh, with a large notebook. Looks like she's reading it out, and Orifax is standing and sort of pacing back and forth. He seems to be like talking like in some he seems like running through something kind of official and he's like going back and going like no 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 like uh, you hear him uh, Abigail I, I feel like I feel like I should be a little more forward hello hi I'm so sorry to interrupt you are absolutely fine it is wonderful to see you and who is this I'm kidding uh, Salai oh. I assume Yes, a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, this uh, six foot six, six foot seven, probably six foot eight with the horns, golden scaled, broad chested, handsome dragonborn walks right over to you and uh, gently shakes your hand, rings, claws, the whole nine yards. Uh, Your home is beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Is there something we could help you with? We're going over the debate. Uh, Both candidates are informed ahead of time of the subject matter, and we're just making sure we uh, cross all our T's. Yes, I am so sorry to take up any of your time. To be honest, I didn't know where else to turn to. No, no, you're fine. Come on, take a seat. They sit down. So, I'll just be honest. I am very worried about a friend of mine. As I'm sure you noticed at the luncheon, 
Mr. RM Artes Vatiste and I have had a bit of history in the past. That was apparent. Yes. There is uh, some not so good feelings between us. I was worried about what he was doing in town. He, I have reason to believe he... Um, Why? Well, he's shown himself to be problematic, aggressive. Aram? Yes. You may never the, have seen that side. The gnome's a bookworm. I know. He's Trust a me, it's, it's strange, I know. But he actually attacked us when we were in... When we were in Carthar, we got into a physical altercation. You understand he's like three feet tall, right? Seems a little. It seems a little unfair at this point. I mean, not with him directly, but he sent people after us. Yes. Okay. Well, his own personal hired soldiers. Anyway, and we know. I, I don't. I don't mean to constantly seem like I'm poking holes in your story. I'm just trying to understand. It's this is also. I'll be honest. It's, it, is the is the the matters for which you you come here pressing because you're you're really you're really running for it, Isla. It is pressing. I'm sorry. And I also don't want to take up too much of your time. No, we've been at this. We've been at this all morning. We can take a break. I thought I would just get straight to the point. But because of Atiste's presence here and my past history with him, I had a friend of mine look into him. Not anything weird. I just wanted to see what he was up to. And ever since I asked him to do so, he's been missing. Now, I know that you have a relatively good relationship with Aram. So known him for a while. I was hoping maybe you would have some ideas of where I could look or any idea of how to help me. I'm just desperate to to find my. I friend. mean, do you want to speak to Aram? I doubt I would get the truth from him. I don't have any reason not to trust Aram, I and mean, he's always seemed truthful to me. But uh, I mean, I could set up a meeting. He's just a messenger away. I think he's still in the city, as far as I know. Because of our history together, I just. Don't see him being very forthcoming with me. Well, yeah. If, if what you're saying is true, then he sent his personal. I'm I, I just let me be. Let me be. Let me be very frank. It's hard for me to believe that someone like Aram Artis Vatiste has a personal guard, and I mean plural set of guards. I understand that it sounds strange. Really, I do. But what reason would I have to make that up? You know, it's it's a fair point, but it, you still understand it's, it's still perplexing. Of course. And if you are unable to help me, I understand. I said, like, if you want to, I'm more than happy to set something up for you. If that's what you're able to do, then we will gladly accept the help. Yes. What's the timeline for when you'd like to speak to Arm? We tried to track down our friend and we're able to use him. We're able to use magic and we have reason to believe that he's in danger, perhaps unconscious and... That's why. Well, he's not receiving any messages I'm, I'm trying to send him, and he's without his weapon. We tried to scry to see if we could find out where he was. We're just very worried. I mean, clearly, this is a, a weird circumstance, us, us coming to you with this problem. So I imagine you can sense the desperation. We yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I have, I have two questions. Uh, number one, who is this friend? Is it one of your other compatriots? There's the, the half-elf woman. Um, no, this is um, a rune warden that we've become close with. Or Gravesby. Uh, different one. No, a different rune warden. He's a goblin, actually. He just gives like a funny look to Abigail and she just like looks up from her notes, just shrugs. Okay. I know this all sounds very odd. To be honest with you, I came to you because you seem like the kind of person who 
actually gets things done and actually knows how to find people that need to be found. Well, Miss Isla, flattery will get you whatever you want, so... I do mean that. So do I. My second question is, and this is a requirement before we talk about this subject any further, have you thought about the offer? I haven't heard from you in about a week. I have been thinking about it, yes. And I've been meaning to send somebody over to your guy's house and push you for an answer, but I don't want to invade your privacy. I understand. I have been thinking about it. The rest of our group is also still pondering on it. So I am unable to make any decisions right this moment, but perhaps the outcome of this could sway us even further. I'll be honest, not what I was hoping for when we heard from you, but I'll give you all the time you need. Why don't, why don't we say this? Why don't we circle back after the debate and you can see exactly who you're dealing with currently and who you could be dealing with in the future. That sounds fair to me. So I can expect you, you, you all to be there. Wouldn't miss it. Um, it shouldn't be a problem. I can set up a meeting with Aram. I don't know if we want to do this over food. If you want it to be, I don't know if we're looking for something. I, I, I'll be frank. I'm fine with whatever. What do you guys want? You tell me. Any sort of meeting we could get where perhaps we could, I don't know, bridge what is a very clear gap between us and him. Maybe over a meal. Make everybody comfortable, I guess. That could work. Sure. Um, would we just, would it just be you two? Or is it, are we expecting the entire family, troop? I don't think that's a great idea. I think some of the other members of our crew could get a little emotional seeing Batista again, seeing what happened last time. So we'll keep it small. You guys here um, uh, uh, walking in from uh, behind where you guys are sat, coming in from the same entrance as you, uh, you hear on the beautiful wood panel flooring, a very obvious set of heeled boots, and you hear a uh, feminine voice say, Oh, why are we talking about Fatiste? What did Aram get up to? And you see uh, walking in is a tall, raven-haired woman, beautiful, um, a a set of keys tied into a a much different and less elaborate uh, arrangement into her hair, which is not up this time, it's down. And she's wearing like beautiful white and gold robes. This is, as as Isla knows, Denarius Juno Lorea. And she kind of looks, she looks down, oh... Well, it's wonderful to see you again. Oh, hello. Orifex, you didn't tell me that there were people joining us today. So, well, I wasn't really anticipating them to... Uh, uh, I didn't know this was happening. We barged in unexpected. Well, what would any of us do without Abigail? Net, the Abigail kind of looks up, pushes her glasses up. Mm-hmm. And who is this? Nice to meet you. My name is Salai. Wonderful to meet you. I'm, I'm Denarius Juno Lorea. It's a nice name. Thank you. So, what are we all up to? Are we setting up a are we setting up a dinner date with Aram? Uh, yes, we are setting up a meeting with him. Nothing that interesting, I'm afraid. Well, all right. Well, I guess have fun. But um, she turns to Orifex. You do know we have a lot to prep for for the debate. You need to. Pre- I I look. I understand. I just set this up for them. I don't even need to. I don't need to be involved. You need me there. No, not if you don't want to be. All right. Well, I mean, we can set something up. I. It depends on his schedule. If I'm not involved, we can be as soon as you want. But it depends on Aram's schedule. I can have we can send a message out to him. I'm pretty sure he's staying in one of the estates somewhere in the Lavender Promenade. I'm not quite sure, but my our messengers will figure it out. Great. If we could just meet with him as soon as possible. Sure. Um, Abigail, would you be able to take care of that for us and get a message? Goes, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll take care of it right now. She stands up and kind of like nods at both of you and just like hurries out. 
Thank you. This is genuinely very helpful of you. Absolutely. Anything I can do to help get an answer as soon as possible. We appreciate it. You haven't given him an answer yet. It's very rude. Well, I have a lot of people to consider, unfortunately. Very true. Very true. So busy, you Thanes are. Very. Always getting yourself into things. Always. Or things find us, you know. They always seem to, yes. Yep. You watch Orifax kind of looks between you guys. All right. Um. Well, uh, there's there's plenty more to do today. Um. Do you need anything else? Will um, I'm more than happy. I don't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to shoot you all out. You're more than welcome. You can stay as long as you want. No, no. We there's plenty of space. We should let you get back to what you were doing. If you hear anything about a little green goblin, please let us know. Sure. If I hear anything about a little green goblin, I'll. I'll you'll be the first person to tell. Right after I call the exterminators. Please don't exterminate him. <laughs> he is a rune warden, after all. I know it's silly, but he's important to us, clearly. Like I mentioned earlier, we we wouldn't be here if we didn't have to be. That's not to say that we would Ouch. want your company, but it, we're asking such a big favor of you. And um, okay. We hate to bother you is what we mean. Um, Juno, remind me to let uh, Abigail know to not take meetings from these people immediately next time. Duly noted. He winks at Isla. <laughs> Thank you again. Look, we turned to you for a reason. Like Isla mentioned seem to be the type to get things done and everyone we know is quite like that. You're talking about Emery, right? I don't like to name names, but... He just gives like a big toothy smile. Miss, you're young. I see right through you. Let's just say there's a reason we came to you and not her. Well, would you look at that? Isla gives like a little bow and then leaves. Thank you again. It was good to meet you. He kind of gives a nod and a little bit of a wave. Uh, Juno kind of um, turns to you all and just gives like a little finger wave to you. Isla gives her one of those, like, super fake smiles. Like, mm. <laughs> It's good to meet you, too. So wonderful. God, she's one of those girls. Stephanie will know exactly what yeah. I mean. She's one of those girls where when you meet her, she goes, wow, you're so pretty. And you know she doesn't mean it. One of those. She's one of those girls. You know what I mean? <laughs> so fake. Anyway. God. I hate those girls. She is. Oh my God, you were like... So wow, you're so pretty. Yeah, she is incredibly Fuck you. Fake. She is incredibly fake. <laughs> what was your name again? Denarius. Denarius. Denarius is a title. That means she's the head of the Abadaran Church. Her name her name is Juno Lorea. Juno, as you would expect to spell it, J-U-N-O, and then Lorea, it's Laura's name with an E before the second name. You named her after me because you think I'm a bitch too, huh? Laura. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, um, are brought back out. You get your uh, your your sword. Yeah. From Jarvier. And I stab it through her face. Are you just gonna assassinate a, <laughs> a political candidate and head of a of a of the Abadaran Church? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. No, okay, this is gonna get really complicated. <laughs> so. Damn. Can you imagine? It's gonna get extremely complicated. More than I don't know. like the way she looked at me. It's gonna get more complicated than you. I think you can even understand at this point. Um, <laughs> God. And the rest of the campaign, Isla's in prison. Cool. <laughs> Time to make a new character. Let me check my notes. Does does Arden have the death penalty? Oh, God. Oh, that's a question. <laughs> no, but they'll make thought about it. it. Yeah. But yeah, you guys uh, end up, you exit. You wave to Ralph. Oh, Bye, Ralph. That was a quick one. Uh, did you enjoy your time at the estate? <laughs> She's already gone. I'm just kidding. Oh, good, <laughs> goodbye. Nice meeting you. Thank you, Ralph. Have a good day. Be careful. Ralph, Ralph Macchio is a black belt. <laughs> You're right. He'll get you. 
Goodbye, Mr. Machio. Wait, you guys are done there. Uh, I'm asking. I'm just throwing out a pause. Do you want to? Do you want to role play that out, or do you want to just like? <gasps> it's up to you. No, it's up to you. Oh. I'm down. Okay, uh, I'm going to circle over to A real quick, though. Um, Felix, I don't want to leave you hanging because you're not mm. particularly involved in the stuff that's happening. Is there anything? Uh, anything you want to get up to, or anything you want to say? A's doing. Um, Damn. She's uh, like, the bookshelves I, are immaculate. I, oh yes. I imagine that like. A thinks Percy's still in the bathroom after after they leave. <laughs> Are you okay in there? Yeah, Percy? you get this sudden sudden idea that wait, I never heard. You go, you look upstairs, and the bathroom door is still closed, and it's been like an hour at least. Oh man. Okay. Well, that's right. I didn't even think about that. I guess A will just approach the door. I mean, did you lock the door and just leave it locked? <laughs> I don't think there's a lock on the bathroom. Oh, nice. I'm just kidding. There's no no shot. Did you lock it? I think so. The door is locked. Roll a perception check. Okay. It's not like a hard lock to unlock if, if sure, you needed sure. to if unlock I have a credit card. I'm just curious. Yeah. It, Percy locked it. Oh, damn. Oh, bad roll. What's the total? A 14. I actually think a 14 is plenty fine. Um, you're standing there. It's odd. You can hear the sounds of the city. Much more clearly. It sounds like the window's open. Percy. Percy. There's no response. She'll just knock. <laughs> She'll like lean down and look through the little crack in the floor to see if she can see any shadow or anything like that. No, you can you can see the like latrine and stuff like that is there, but there's like you can't see any boots or anything like that. He's finally OD'd. Oh, <laughs> he's finally OD'd. He OD'd without on, me. On, <laughs> n- on nitroglycerin. <laughs> he OD'd on those drugs that we got like yeah. first episode oh my God. of the podcast. He never finally been. dug. <laughs> what was that shit called? Soul, soul Laborer. Oh, yeah. The Soul Laborer was laced with fentanyl. And, oh fentanyl. my God. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> Watch out, man. Don't get it near cops. They just drop dead if they even see fentanyl. Oh my God. Yeah, you look under the door and he's, he's, uh, there's no one in there. You could just make out. There's no shadows. You can't see any boots or shoes or feet or anything like that. There's nothing on the ground. She'll just go, what the fuck? And she will, uh, if, if it is locked, well, she'll test the door. Is it locked? It's locked. Okay, yeah. cool. So she will, uh, she'll cast Mage Hand in through the other side of the door, undo it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how that works because you can't see it, but I'm going to allow it because it's a cool idea that from the other side of the door, you use Mage Hand and, you flick the the the, the little lot the latch mm-hmm. to yeah. unlocked, and then you open it up, and there's no one inside the bathroom, and the window is wide open. God damn it, Percy! You can even see. I'll say this: this is like a a dirty little footprint on the windowsill. <laughs> a dirty little footprint. Yeah, dirty little footprint. I'll be your dirty little footprint. Stop. Oh my god. Oh god. Um so she'll stand there like a disappointed parent with her hands on her hips and just say, God damn this, this fucking child. And uh yeah, she'll uh she'll go outside and uh see if he leaves like a trail, like with his boots and stuff leading off from the from the back of the window. I mean potentially it's not it's all cobblestone, yeah. so you might see like a couple footprints that it just fades away. You know what I mean? Like I mean you can roll survival if you really want to try, but it's real no, hard. To see. It's just she's she's just kind of like, well fucking goddamn it. Yeah. And uh she'll just go back into the house and just kind of contemplate what uh what to tell everyone when they get back. 
while scratching, you know, while scratching her little kitty cat at the same time. Song looks up at you. Did he fall in? <laughs> no, I thought he was dead, honestly. Uh, he fled. He ran away again. Smash cut over to Percy. Uh, <laughs> we cut. see we see Percy in Guildside, north side of town. He's not sneaking around, but he definitely seems like he's trying to be a little inconspicuous. He has his collar up and everything. His he has hat's his, pulled uh, up, uh, like uh, uh, his bandana, like his handkerchief over his face. Oh, he he just looks like a criminal. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We see him, the collar's up, the um, ascot, as it is, has been pulled up over his nose, and he has his hat pulled down, and he's walking through Guildside. And as we see, we we notice him approaching a familiar location. Approaches a large front iron gate, overgrown with foliage, ivy, weeds. You see a large H emblazoned in the iron, rusted over at this point. And we watch as Percy jimmies the lock, holding it together. He quietly opens the gate and slips through, closes it behind him, reaches his arms back through, loops the lock back into the chain and locks it back up. Doesn't just let the chain fall, rests it down, and begins to skulk around the far side of the main house at the Howell Estate. Oh, shit. How does Percy proceed from here? I think he wants to... He assumes that there is some sort of watch um, within the estate at this point. So he wants to perceive to see if he can find out uh, what the perimeter defense would be. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess roll perception to see if you could find anything uh, around that would be like a trap or like a tripwire or something. 38. 38. Yeah, you you do a whole loop around the grounds, and you don't find anything. There's 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 nothing here. Yeah, he'll go up to the uh, back house door and uh, slowly open it to to peer inside. So you turn the handle, open it up. It's like a musty smell comes out from inside. It is just silent. It was like the distant city. It's not very busy up here. It's quiet. And you hear a bit of the breeze coming through. It's like a warm floral scent um, uh, here in the, the, the early summer. And it's just quiet. I think Percy would, at this point, based on everything he's witnessed, would assume that they have found another base of operations. Just based on everything he's seen so far. He's going to uh, go down into the Howell Estate, the the back part of the Howell Estate, and see if he can find anything that is, or at least find anything that is relevant to what, maybe where they would have gone. I don't know. Any clues? Okay, so you're going to go down into, like, the basement area, the several flights of stairs and everything that goes down? Yep. Yeah, so you step inside the house, you walk around the staircase that leads uh, up to what would be a, a second floor of this um, back house, and over to where the the door that leads downward into this like basement. You know, as you step through here as quietly as you can, the floor creaks like crazy. It's just impossible to find a floorboard that doesn't make noise to the point where, in your mind, it, floors don't. This would have to be the shittiest floor. It seems <laughs> on purpose. It seems like this thing just fucking creaks. 
and creaks and creaks. Your, we'll say with your percept, natural perception, this is like out of the ordinary. They made it this way. Yeah, and as you go to reach for that door handle, you hear a voice from behind you. Uh oh. During the day, really? Oh shit. Oh, I'm very sorry. I just, I, I need an answer. I, I sent a raven. All right, move out of the way. Oh. Is it what Fods would know as? It's the woman. Yeah. Think you learned her name. We'll just say you did. I don't care. It's fine. But you step aside and you see Faye. And they're just dressed in like relatively normal clothing. You're lucky it was me on watch. Yeah, I um, I try to be discreet. She takes a, a key out from a, her shirt, unlocks that door. You guys walk down and she unlocks a, another door. And you guys go down several flights of stairs and uh, eventually unlock an additional door. Why don't you just... Why don't you just hang in here for a second, okay? Oh, okay. Yes, most, no mo- problem. Most everyone's asleep. I assumed. Some time goes away. A few minutes goes by. She comes and pokes her head in. Okay. We'll see you down in the uh, in the lower levels. Be quiet. Kids are asleep. She lets you in, and you're in. It's, it's really dark in here. There's no, like, there's, like, a couple candles that are burning. Um, you can see all the, the beds you guys saw before are just filled with all, like, the, the crows, all the, all the young people are all asleep um you think you catch maybe one of them happens to like you know catch your eye they're 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 maybe awake lying there curious but um you walk past the large alchemical set and you go down the flight of stairs you actually saw Faye and all the crows go down when they were like giving you guys private time with the raven and you guys go down to this kind of large open stone chamber that's probably you know 40 feet down this narrow stairwell I mean, it has this like moderate platform in the middle. There's supplies and stuff strewn about. It's like some, you know, different equipment and everything uh, set up here. It's all very makeshift. Like they've cobbled some things together. Um, some basic, like some very, very basic smithing tools. They don't have like a smelter and stuff like that, but some basic stuff to like repair uh, weapons and everything. Uh, and you can see currently uh, sharpening a blade on a whetstone is the raven. Well. You know I told you not to show up here again. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I am. I just... I just need to speak to you. Apparently. Did you get my raven? Yes. I just was expecting a reply, I guess. They kind of stop. They put the whetstone down. They sheathe the sword into its scabbard and place that down. They stand up. Do you know what you showing up here tells me? Tell me. You're impatient. Yes. First of all, I think your heart's in the right place. But sometimes I think you and your friends are more of a liability than anything else. My friends maybe, but I, I don't want to be a liability. I don't. We can talk about some of the future details of your note later. But what I'm curious about is this tiefling fellow you mentioned. The deputy prime minister. Yes, I. it's very interesting. Like I said in my note. I think we are at least aligned in the same sort of goal. I, I did not know them to be a part of um, of the anti-court, as it were to be, until recently. What does he want? From what he told us, he wants to annihilate anyone a part of the court, like you. That is not what I want. 
I mean, that's part of what you want. Percival, I need to be very clear. I don't want revenge. What? Now, I may not know this for sure, but it sure as hell seems like your friend wants revenge. It's, it's possible, yeah. Seems like it, based on his, his background and uh, what's happened to him. Look, I think you should continue working with him. He does sound useful, and right. everyone knows he's powerful. Yes, he is. But I don't have any interest in working directly with him at all. I haven't told him about you. And I would like you to continue to not tell him about us. Oh, I won't. I promise. The hell? People that don't have an ideology to guide them and are just purely driven by their most base emotions are likely to get people around them fucking killed. So be careful when dealing with him. Right. Will do. And additionally, I would tell you, if you can avoid it, I would definitely think twice before standing in his way. Yeah, he's... He seems like, uh, I mean, up until this point, we've been at odds against him. And uh, I think that's partly because we, I think, know what he's potentially capable of. I mean, I don't know. I'm scared to see his full power, to be honest. I don't know what that might be, but... Just keep an eye on him. All right. But once again, he doesn't know anything about us. Not a word. As far as he should know, I'm dead. Right. When it comes to the rest of your note, as I said, I find you and your friends a little bit of loose cannons. But as long as for now this stays between us and you, not Isla, not Salai, or in her A, and definitely not the little goblin you all hang out with. He's dead. (laughs) What the fuck, (laughs) Percy? Okay. No. Damn. Yeah, I don't have any intention of telling my friends, but um, I just want to... I don't know, I want to... I'll keep you up to date on our goings-on, and if we think you might be useful in something we get up to, I'll call you. How uh, so? Just so I... I I'll know. call you. Okay. I'll be waiting anxiously, because I'll be... Why don't you worry about dealing with Pharrell? How that's so? Your, I mean... This is what... That's your job. I'm giving you an assignment, Percival. Okay. I want to know what he knows. Okay. That's fair. As of now, he seems to know what you know. So, um, we'll see how that progresses. Yeah, we're working on a few things currently. We'll see how they pan out over the next week or two. Yeah, please. And uh, are you planning on sending the raven back or no? Just so I can explain it to my friends. He looks over at Faye. Yeah, we were going to get around to responding, but oh, I could send the bird out tonight. Yeah, send something um, uh, soft. Like a sock? <laughs> you want me to send you like a, a what? Percy like tilts his head and glances at the raven. They know they're on to me. We'll send something innocuous. Would you prefer them to... Do you want them to know everything you told us, or what? No. I. They are completely misaligned. They have their own ideals at this point. Send something that would dissuade them from me knowing anything of our dealings. We'll take care of it. Thank you. Anything else you need? <sighs> Just the... I mean, we would love to know about the spade 
or better friends, Kelly, because... You said he was dead. <laughs> it was a joke. It's not a very, uh, it's not a very funny joke. He has cried upon them, and uh, we saw some of their accoutrement upon a, a table, apparently. But the spade is locked upon a metal box. Isla and Salai are currently um, talking to uh, the golden dragon about this surreptitiously. Do you have any idea where you saw the spade being held? A basement area, dungeon area, perhaps. It doesn't really narrow it down. I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm secondhand information as it is. We'll, we'll keep you updated as things develop. You do the same. Right. If you were to send back the raven, I will uh, make sure I send back information uh, that is innocuous. The raven walks over to uh, a small chest on the table uh, to the left, and he pulls out this like little necklace. It's like a simple cord with a little like black stone. It's like it's like sort of polished. It's not particularly like glossy or anything. It's like this basic stone. Um, and he pulls out another one and he hands it over to you. Take this. If we're looking to keep this from your friends, leave the raven in the damn cage. You can send a message to whoever's wearing this necklace. Once a day, you get 25 words and a response. Once a day. Okay. Yeah, I think Salah has a similar spell or something. Yeah, it's the same magic. It's just bound up in this rock. Who am I uh, sending it to? It's whoever happens to have it. It'll either be myself or Faye. And nods over. Okay. All right. That sounds great. Once a day, Um, don't waste it. Right. Percy uh, reaches out his hand, takes it. He's like still holding onto it. I. (laughs) (laughs) As you're kind of clutching at it and pulling it, it's like you can hear the tension on like the cord. He's still holding it. I need to know you're in for this. And when you're in, you're in. You're not a child, Percival. Percy reaches uh, into his side satchel and pulls out the mask, the raven mask, and straps it to the front of his face, ties it behind his head tight, and looks him dead in the eyes. I am in, and reaches out his hand. All right, we cut back over to uh, the home of the Thanes as Salai and Isla arrive back to a... Uh, a tuckered out feet up no a tuckered out feet in a soapy bucket of warm water with a cat on her lap and a glass of wine not her favorite glass as it has been shattered but a glass nonetheless that's right she's half buzzed she's just she's chilling. buzzed she buzzed she's got like a little cold compress sitting on top of her head because it's yeah. June love that and she's just sitting there I have even imagined her eyes are closed yep she's just chilling you guys walk in the door Hey, how are you doing? Everything go okay over here? No. No? What do you mean, no? Ugh, it's annoying. What happened? Percy didn't go to the restroom. What? Where did he go? I don't know. He's not here? No, he climbed out of the restroom window. He what snuck out of the window? Why? Why didn't he just use the front door? It's not like him to hide things from us. What's going on? Well... <sighs> You may have spooked him about the raven or whatever he's... I didn't mean to spook him. I was just asking. He's a child at times. Um, but yeah. Strange. That's it. So after I tidied up here, this is... 
I don't maybe I'm not annoyed maybe I, mm, no I'm still annoyed <laughs> the wine's good though you guys see that she's drank two bottles of wine oh well that's good I'll talk to him about that later how is this stuffy narcissist of a dragon stuffy as always but he did get us a meeting with Aram which I doubt that's going to go very well but it's better than nothing a meeting with... Yep, Vitisde himself. We're going to be meeting with him once again. But don't worry, it's just going to be me and Sly. Uh, you won't have to see him. I don't care about that little bastard. <laughs> um, just doesn't seem ideal. It doesn't. But I'm desperate to find any clue on where to find Skelly at this point. Yeah, and if it gets, if it gets bad at any point, I can always just get us out of there real quick. What if he poisons your food? Then we won't eat any food. It's lunch, though. What was it? Lunch? Brunch? It's just a meeting, but we don't have to eat anything. I'm sure it's fine. But either way, I think we're just going to get straight to the point with him the same way that we did today and see what he has to say. I'm sure he won't directly tell us where Skelly is, but maybe he'll give us a clue. Or we'll at least be able to figure out if he's behind it or not. Yes. I feel bad for anyone who captured Skelly. He's got to be an insufferable prisoner. Agreed. Seems like they'd let him go just out of sheer annoyance. Yeah, that or he's already murdered them. If he'd murdered them, then he'd probably have responded to Sly's message. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. Something is up, and even if it's nothing, we have to try and help him. I'm really worried about him. Yes, no, I don't want him dead. Getting used to having him around. But that's what we do. We look out for each other, yeah. Skelly included. And it's been too quiet in this house, with everyone gone. It really Strange. has. Very strange. It's not normal for us. None of this is normal. Skelly being gone, Percy hiding things from us. We should probably talk about that with Percy when he gets back. I blame Obella. <laughs> At that point, the door opens and Percy walks in. Wearing a raven mask. No, I'm kidding. He's <laughs> insane. <laughs> and we'll see you in heaven. No, I'm just covered in feathers. Percy. Uh, oh, hi, everyone. Where have you been? I've been out and about. Not here. What? How'd you leave, Percy? <laughs> I haven't seen... I didn't see you leave. Yeah. Um, how'd it go at uh, the, the, the dragons? It went well. Where did you yeah. go? Huh? Where did you go, Percy? Did you sneak I out the bathroom window? What is that about? Yes. You don't have to sneak out, you know. You can just tell us where you're going. Or you could just, just go out the front door, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone calm down. Yes, I left out the bathroom window. I was feeling a bit of anxiety. <laughs> anxiety? I hope that's okay. I mean, of course it's okay. Are are you okay? <gasps> yes, I'm feeling better now. Can I try and sense if Percy's lying right now? Yeah, go ahead. Roll Oh, for me. shit. I got a 16. Let me also, so I don't have to fully GM Fiat this, can I get a bluff check from Percy? Can I get a bluff check? 24. Uh, I mean, sounds believable to you. Okay. What what are you having anxiety about? Is there anything we can help with? I don't know. I just, my fingers have been real tingling sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night and sometimes during the day too. My fingers get real tingly, and uh, if multiple people are talking at the same time, I just can't handle it, you know? 
I'm sorry to hear that you're having so much anxiety. I mean, I mean if you'd like, I can see if any of my spells can help with it. I, I don't want you to feel I anxious. Just, I just, with everything that's going on, with everybody like doing different things, you know, Isla's talking to the dragon and, you know, we're trying to be on the same page with the prime minister and, and Varel is now like trying to be on the same page with us and the raven is like wants us to be part of it it's just too much there's too many people you know we are getting stretched really thin you're not wrong I think we're just saying yes to everyone hoping that I don't know a door will open somewhere to be honest I I miss Oren I miss him a lot me too yeah same it feels hard to not have him here like he just he would know what to do he was always just so decisive you know yeah and even if we didn't always agree with those decisions I feel like all of us we haven't been able to make any lately yeah at least I don't have to make those decisions at least I didn't um yeah but no I'm fine now I'm good I'm good now yes so good I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. I mean, should we talk about all that other stuff, though? I don't think you're wrong. I think that getting a little in over our heads, we're, we have, what, four different people that we're pledging allegiance to right now? Don't forget Obella. And Obella. What does that mean? And we're trying to trick all of them into thinking that we're loyal to them, but we can't be loyal to all of them. I ain't no one's trying to trick Obella. She's just one of the voices that's stressing you out. No. She's not. No. She makes me feel good. Well, that's good. Sense motive. <laughs> do you doubt him? I do. Oh. I don't care what your role is. From, from your point of view, you see him and he's dead He's, he's dead fucking yeah. serious. That's the read A gets on him. He's dead fucking serious. He loves her. She's just another variable, though, in this situation. What do you mean? But if you're supporting Obella, then... What about everyone else, right? Like, we're working with Varel saying that we're trying to work against the court, and I don't know. It, what does that have to do my relationship with Abella? Nothing. She's a part of the court, Percy. I understand that. Are you... Do you feel like you can keep that part of her separate? Of course. So she's okay with you working with Varel to take down the court? Yes. She said that? Not explicitly, but... She wants to be with me. I want to be with her. There's nothing that's going to stop us. What about when your values don't align? Well, I think we could find a middle ground with most anything that we are trying to figure out. So she knows that you're trying to stop the court and she's okay with that, even though she's a part of it? Percy stops and, like, stares at the ceiling. I mean, it depends. Depends on what? What it is we're stopping. Therein lies the crux. But there's the other outside sources. It's all of this. It shouldn't fucking matter, eh? What shouldn't matter? Are our lives not important to you? They are. We want you to be happy, Percy. Please don't ever think otherwise. I just... She can help us. How? I mean, she has before. She's helped us already. Right, I know, but you're, you're talking like you know... How she can help us. How? She knows what's going to happen. And she's willing to tell us? If we 
Play nice? What does that mean? What does play nice mean? Because we're playing nice with Varel, we're playing nice with the Prime Minister, we're playing nice with with Orifax. Orifax. Yeah. With we're playing nice with Orifax. We're playing nice with the Raven. Sal- we can't play nice with everyone. Well, exactly. So what does that mean for everyone else? Not just Obella. I brought her up as a variable, not as a target. Just what does it mean if we're aligned with all these people? It's, like you said, we're inundated. We're aligned with no one right now. Mm, the prime minister first. Barely. First and foremost, her. It seems we're all aligned with different people, actually. She looks at Percy. Yeah, Isla. Who is it that you're most enamored with? And Percy glares at you. To be honest, I don't know. I thought I trusted Emrin exclusively, and now I'm not so sure anymore. Why? Because I think what she wants the most is to win, and that's not what I care about. What do you care about? She thinks about that. A few weeks ago, I would have said stopping the court, but that's actually not it. I want to keep the court from doing something bad, but do we know that what they're doing is bad? We don't. So I I don't know. I know I want to do what's best for this crew, but all of you have different ideas of what that is for you. I can't make the perfect decisions for all of you, and I know that I've probably pissed some of you off because I've made alliances with this person or that person, but I'm just doing my best, okay? I'm not trying to make anybody mad. We know. I'm just trying to be a leader. That's bullshit. What do you mean that's bullshit? What do you want, Ida? I just want to be a good leader. What does that mean? I don't know. What does that mean to you? What do you think a good leader is? Making a decision. I have made decisions. What is your decision in the midst of all of this? Unfortunately, it keeps changing because things keep developing. So you have not made a decision. You are scattered. <sighs> right now, maybe. I don't know if Emren is the right thing for this country, but I don't think Orifax necessarily is either. But Orifax actually gets things done, or at least he's promised to. And Orifax is actually offering to give us an official title, which Emren can't do or won't do. I don't really want a title. I don't care about titles. But I want to be able to actually help people. And right now, we can barely do anything without getting the side eye from everybody around us. So where does that leave us? What are we even good for? Why are we here? Percy looks around at all of you. Where does that leave you? And he starts to walk upstairs. Why don't you answer your own question, Percy? She calls after you. What the hell do you want? Sneaking away without telling us? What do you want? You hear the door slam to his room. Isla kind of looks pissed off. She grabs her sword and throws it on the table and she leaves, slams the door behind her. Hey, we'll get up and sigh. Well, Salai, that was hardly a productive conversation, but maybe necessary. I hope so. Well, maybe it is time that uh, some of us dug our heels into uh, whatever they believe We do prove to be thin-skinned, though, in moments like this. Maybe that's a lesson in and of itself. Yes. Hardly any of us can take criticism. Mm. Save for you. Doesn't matter to me. Mm. Things matter to you. They do. Of course. Just that doesn't matter what everybody thinks of me. I know Percy was talking about, you know, asking all these questions of what do you want and that none of us know, but I know exactly what I want. What's that? I just... 
I just want to be here with you guys and I want you to stay safe and I want to do anything I can to keep you all safe. And I don't think it really matters other than that. What if we lead you to ruin? At least I'll be with you. Hmm. That I understand, but don't take this the wrong way. Being that codependent on people can be completely unhealthy. Yeah, I know. We are definitely family. You know, you need to want for yourself too. And right now I want another glass of wine. Would you like another glass of wine? Yes, please. Or, sorry, a glass of wine. <sighs> and maybe we can establish what it is we both want on our own terms right now. And when those two calm down, have a civilized conversation. Yeah, hopefully. I think we all just need to give this some thought. I think all we've been doing is moving and acting and not stopping and, and thinking and considering and strategizing. And that's the part that scares me the most. I I know I, I, I just said I, I care about all of you guys and I don't want us to make any dumb decisions. This is very dangerous territory that we're heading in and I, I don't like running into it blindly. Not just for myself, but for the sake of all of you. I, I worry all the time that if something does happen that I'm not going to be strong enough or clever enough or quick enough to figure out how to get us out of it. Yes, well, you need to give yourself some grace from that. And uh, we make plenty and plenty of stupid decisions. We've made it out so far. So either the gods are watching us or we have luck on our side or some other blessing that we don't see, you know. We'll just have to make a decision. All of us. So let's bust out our scrolls and make a tally of benefits and negatives to any of our choices. Yeah, but Percy has a point. I think all of us, before we can do anything, even you and I, we need to decide what we want. Because if it's not leading us to our end goal, then why are we doing it? Because right now we're just doing everything, whether or not it's going to get us to where we want to go. Yeah, it's true. But right now, I just want more wine. Yes. All right. A and Salai are drinking. Um, it's probably getting on at the time of day. Um, Isla, Percy, Isla, you stormed out. Percy, you went upstairs. Either of you, anything else you want to do for the rest of the day? Percy is um, pacing back and forth in his room. I mean, his room is pretty small, but he's pacing back and forth. Like, Fucking shit. God damn it. And then he goes over to his bag and pulls out the bird mask and ties it to his face. And then he oh. looks at the slate mirror he has, the small slate mirror he has on the side of his wall and just stares at himself, just stares at his own eyes in the mirror. And then he begins to pace back and forth again with the mask on, back and forth, back and forth. And then um, after a few minutes... He looks into the mirror again, rips off the back of the mask, pulls it from his face, and stows it in his bag. He'll pull his backpack and sling it on his back and um, go up to his door. He'll sigh before he opens the door and then quickly opens it, rushes downstairs, and rushes out the front door. His purpose is to... I know it's like ridiculous, but he's going to go to the bar that Isla has uh, had gone to to look for the spade. 
Okay, so you guys hear the a door upstairs slam, and you watch Percy like leaping down a couple different stairs very quickly. Doesn't even look at you guys, and just opens the door, the front door, and just slams the door and leaves. Per- Percy, Sly's gonna get up and go after him. I imagine uh, I don't know if Foz can. Uh, uh, <laughs> Percy, watch him. He's running. You can see him running down the street. He's Percy, not full on Naruto. Going? He's Naruto running. His hands are behind him. <laughs> his, his his duster is like flowing behind Naruto him. Naruto run. Yes. Nani. <laughs> so good. And she keeps trying to run after Percy. I don't know. If she can Aww. keep up. Oh, you're gonna, ch- you're gonna chase him yeah, down. Yeah, I'm gonna chase him down. I think technically you have a faster move. Te- to me. Technically, you have a faster move speed than because yeah. you have the because you have the yeah, travel domain. I do. So you're literally faster. You want to tackle me? You're also, I think. Tackle I think him. you're Pounce. an inch or two taller than Percy. Pounce on I think because you're a big I'm six you're something six six one or six two. I think uh, Percy's six I'm foot six flat. foot straight. Yeah, so you got a longer gait than him too. Yeah, so you, you have fifty feet of movement speed. Yeah, right? you eventually. You, I mean. Salai, for being a very tall lady, is incredibly fast on her feet. It's actually, <laughs> it looks so weird, uh, but she is just. You're the nerd. <laughs> it's not, you know, Percy moves, he's got quick feet, and she's just like, <laughs> she's got big strides, and eventually you've caught up, and I'm at, you're like, what are you doing? And she's like, running alongside him. <laughs> That's so funny. And Percy's like, sweating, and yeah, Salai's just She's not like even chilling. breaking a sweat, and she's like, up next to you, like, just bounding and you're just like trying to outrun her like <laughs> after a few seconds of Solai obviously putting up with the pace of Percy and Percy will eventually give way and stop Solai what are you doing what what are you doing Percy where are you going you I'm, just ran out of the house like in a panic and I thought something was wrong something is wrong what? This is all wrong. Are you talking about the argument? Everything is wrong, Salai. Don't you see? Yeah, I I know you're, everything you said today was right, but are you trying to leave? No, no. What are I'm you trying to leave? What are you doing then? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to do what's right. Do what's best. Yeah, Percy, all of us are. I don't think so. You don't think I'm trying to do what's right? I can't speak for you, Sly. Then I can't speak for the rest of you. I just... Well, what do you think is right, then? I'm just tired of running in circles. Tired of listening to this politician, listening to that politician, and just <sighs> listening. Let's just act. Let's just do what we need to do. Let's do what is right. Let's do what... I mean... Can't you feel it inside of you? Yes. Don't you know what's right? Yes. Percy, I don't give a shit about these politics. I don't know why we're getting involved in it. I didn't want to get involved. I mean, sure, there's maybe information that we can get from them, but Percy, I feel the same way as you. Why haven't you said anything earlier? I just, I didn't think that any of the rest of you was on the same page. That's the problem. We haven't been talking at all about where we're at. So I'm glad you said something today. You're right. We need to act. We need to do something. Because right now, I think we've got nothing. We're just looking for leads and getting nowhere. We're digging up information here and there. Where is it leading us to? We still don't know anything. 
are we trying to stop the court? Uh, that's what I thought we were trying to do. We are. Good. So we're still on the same page there. So how do you want to do it? We wait till the opportune moment. And what do we do in the meantime? We interject into anyone that would stop us. Who do you think would stop us? <laughs> it's funny. The cult themselves would obviously stop us. But there are those that might be aligned that maybe they don't know necessarily that they are specifically aligned in that way. Who are you thinking? Well, I'm very, very curious about the Prime Minister, about her connections. I think she might be just a pawn in this whole scheme, especially with Varel being such a abstinent, uh, someone that is so aggressive in uh, finding and dispatching of anyone that is part of the court. I, I, I don't know. I think the prime minister might be just a placeholder. This dragonborn is very intriguing to me. Arum Artis Vitaste will always be a spine in our side. I want him dead. I'm just going to say, I want him dead. And we have no idea where Skelly is. Obviously, this um, spade is some involvement in the thick of everything. I'm going to find out what happened to Spade. I'm going to find out what happened to Skelly. That is my immediate goal. I'm just tired of not acting. I'm going to act. I'm going to do this. All right. Let's go get Skelly in the spade. Percy starts just nodding his head up and down, looking at the floor. What about the rest? The rest of whom? A and Isla. They want Skelly too. Percy throws up his hand. I, I don't know. We we're, we're, we are going to need them potentially. I just know Isla fucked this up before, so I'm gonna try and deal with it on my own to begin with. I'm gonna go to that bar. Okay. We'll see what happens. See if I can get anything, some glimmer of hope. Do you want me to come with you, or do you want me to take care of the others? No, you'll fuck it up, too. You're right, I probably will. Damn. I'll go make sure A and Isla are okay, and I'll get them on board with this plan. Does that sound okay? Percy slowly nods his head. Yeah, sounds okay. Percy seems, like, reticent, like, to, like, divulge information to you. I don't want you to get hurt in all this, you know? I love you. I do. Very much. I love you too. This is like, you like, he's like swaying his head back and forth. I, this is like big time, you know? I know. I just think it might be better if like, you know, I, 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 I just don't want you to get hurt, you know? I just, I don't want the rest of you to get, to get hurt and all this. I, I, it's probably better if it's that way. Would you let me get hurt? Uh, N- not purposely. I- then that's all that matters. can take care of myself. I honestly, most of the time, take care of all of you, too. Percy's, like, looking at the floor, like, biting his lip. I just don't know if I have any control for that, to be honest. None of us do. I'm learning that. Percy shakes his head and uh, starts to, like, move away and then stops and then thrusts himself into a saliva. Yikes. He hugs him back. <laughs> Not in a weird way, David. 
Jesus Christ. Sorry. It was there. It was a nice hug. Salai squeezes him really tight. Oh, cute friend. And she squeezes tighter and tighter <laughs> and tighter. God damn it. Black tentacles. <laughs> Go with the wind. Go with it'll, the wind. <laughs> oh my God. What a twist. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Percy, let's go, turns and walks towards the town square. The Sly walks back to the house. So, Faz, to clarify, are you going to the bar? Okay. And you're going to go talk to these two. Sly, you head back to the house. You're not that far. You're probably like four blocks away. You caught up to him pretty quick, even though he had a head start. And as you're walking up to the house, you notice the front door is like still open. You just like tore out of there. And as you kind of hustle over, you notice sitting up on the roof of the house, just sitting there, kind of watching you, but mostly just sort of lost in thought, leaning back onto the tiles in the summer heat uh, is Isla, just sitting there thinking. You good, Isla? Yeah, I'm just going to stay up here. How'd you get up there? Don't worry about it. She takes a swig from a flask. Oh, um, hang on a sec. Sly is going to use Dimensional Hop to get herself up on the roof as well. Okay, you just... And she just appears next to you. There's a moment where Sly slips a little bit. You, like, grab her arm. Stabilize her. Isla takes another swig. That's cheating. She pulls you down to sit next to her. I did think about how I was going to get up here for a little bit too long before I remembered I could do that, so... (sighs) How's Percy? I assume you followed him? I did, yeah. He's honestly... He's fine. I think he's frustrated and look percy's not the type to tell us how he feels i think he's been feeling this way for a long time and it just all built up yeah well he made that pretty clear let me guess he's going off on his own to do some grand thing that he wants to do because he can't trust any of us anymore um a little yes a little no she nods takes another swig figured isla i just don't know why I even bother anymore. I've done everything I can for all of you. I could have been happy. I could have gone home. I could have gone off with Petros, but I didn't. I stuck it out with all of you because I was trying to do the right thing. But that wasn't good enough. Nothing I do is good enough. That's not true, Isla. Listen, it's been the tale as old as time. I wasn't good enough for my parents. I wasn't good enough for Petros. And I'm not good enough for you. And it's fine. Isla, you're more than good enough for me. You are a great leader. You're not doing- good enough to make Oren stay. Not good enough to make Percy stay. Not good enough to make anyone stay. We've lost Skelly now. Isla, I'm right here and I'm not going anywhere. So you're good enough to make me stay. Percy isn't going anywhere. He cares about you and he cares about all of us. He's not leaving us. You sure about that? He left us once before. Sounds like it's happening again. He came back. Yeah, he was missing an arm at that time. He doesn't need us anymore. Hand. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> Not to him. <laughs> then again, he did also cut off the yeah. rest of his exactly. fucking... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking Mega fucking Man now. psychotic <laughs> asshole. What an insane person. <laughs> I let you're in a position that I don't envy. You have to make decisions for all of us. You have to read our minds. You have to somehow try and make all of us happy. That's not actually possible. You know that, right? You're set up to fail. Yeah, I'm realizing that. But you do it anyways, and that's what makes you a good leader. If I were a good leader, we wouldn't be in this position right now, Salai. What do you mean? This is good. 
Percy said it himself. I can't make any decisions because I'm too worried about what all of you want at all times. I make one decision and someone's mad. I make another decision and someone else is mad. I always wanted to just be like my mom. Just cutthroat, snap decisions, didn't care what anyone else thought. But I'm not that person. I can never be that person. I care too much. And it's not, it's not what you guys need. You need someone like Oren, obviously. And I can't be Oren. Percy said it himself. If he had his choice, Oren would be here, not me. That's not what he said. He said he missed Oren. That doesn't mean he wants Oren here instead of you. And I love Oren, I do, but you know he was never our leader. He never wanted to be. I don't think he ever could be, because he didn't care about what any of us wanted. You do. You're at least willing to consider it, but we're not ever having that conversation. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do, Salai. I think you just need to ask. Look, if there's anything that you could be doing differently right now, it's having more of this. We need to talk more. We need to argue more. We need to figure out where we're going and decide to go there together. But we're never going to do that on our own. Percy is never going to share. I keep everything to myself to make everyone else happy. You're just always trying to guess how everyone else is feeling. I don't... I need you to be the one that asks, the one that checks in, the one that figures out what we need. Because right now you're guessing and, and... That's not fair to you. Do you think it's true that we all want different things? Not even a little bit. I genuinely think we all want the exact same thing. We just can't agree on how to get it. Then what's the problem? We're not talking. We all have a different idea of how to get to where we want to go. Look, we all want to stop the court and we all want to save Skelly. We can all agree on that. We all have agreed on that. But we can't decide how to do it. I've never hidden anything from you guys. I tell you exactly what I'm doing and why. I don't know what else I can do. If someone has a problem with what I'm doing, then you can tell me. I've been upfront about everything. I'm not the kind of person who's going to hide what I'm doing or be sneaky about it. No, I don't think that's what you've ever done. And that's not what anyone is saying you are. Look, this is a bit of a self-call out for all of us, but you need to lead us. We don't know what we're doing. We need you to help make decisions for us. I feel like every time I try to do that, I get pushback. No, you make decisions for you and expect us to follow. You, I never expect you to follow. I expect you to do what you want. Isn't that what you guys want? We're a group, but I'm not your boss. You can do whatever you want to do. You're a person, a free person. What I want to do is stay with all of you. I'm not saying to stop making decisions, right? I think the problem is, is that you're making decisions and the only voice that's in your head is yours. And you need... I mean, we need to speak up more, but I don't know if we're strong enough for that. That's where we need your guidance. That's where we need your leadership. We can all make the decisions together, but how can we do that if we're never even talking? I thought the problem was I wasn't making enough decisions, but you want me to not make decisions, but talk to you all first? Is that what you're saying? Because I'll be honest, that's not what a leader does. A leader makes the decisions. Obviously, everyone in the group needs to speak up if they have a problem, but I was always told by all of you, especially Oren, that I just have to be decisive in the moment. But when I do that, I'm met with frustration, pushback. So either I'm just a terrible leader or the people in this group don't want to be led, which I'm fine with. I just need to know that. No, 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 no. I disagree. You can be decisive when it matters, right? When we're in the middle of a situation, we don't have the time to discuss. I would 
hope that there's been enough dialogue and discussion and you know where I am and where Percy is and where A is and all of us, that you know where our hearts are and what we want and what we're trying to achieve, that you can make that decision for us in that moment. I thought I did, but after today, now I'm not so sure. I wouldn't have expected Percy to just sneak out a window and run off without telling us where he's going. Which is why it's good that this happened. What did I do to make him not trust me? What have I ever done to make him not trust me? Ask him. I don't know, but you need to ask him. That's the point. I've never had a reason to ask him until now. And I did ask him what he wants, what the problem is. Mm -hmm. And all he did was run away from me. So don't let him. I'm not going to chase him down. I did. I'm not forcing anyone to be in my company. They can be with me or they cannot. Do you want to be our leader? And I'm not saying that in an accusatory way. I genuinely want to know if this is what you want, Isla. I've always wanted to be a leader, but I'm starting to think that I'm not very good at it or that I'm not the right person to lead this group in particular. The fact that I've been so transparent, I've done everything I thought was right. I've sacrificed so much to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to help you all with your individual personal goals. And Percy still felt like he had to keep something from me. Something big by the looks of it. That tells me all I need to know. And if you guys can't trust me, then what am I doing? So what do you want to do about it? Well, I need to talk to Percy, first of all. I think that's a good idea. I don't think this has to do with you as much as it has to do with all of us. Does that make sense? There's dysfunction here and we need to fix it all together. But I don't think it's you. I don't think anyone's upset with you specifically. I'm probably taking on too much responsibility. I'm just hard on myself lately, I guess. I've just realized that there is one thing Percy was right about and that I don't know where I stand. But I don't think that's my fault. Everyone around us has made themselves to seem either duplicitous or not what I thought they were. And how is anyone supposed to make an informed decision in that situation? I'm not going to make a decision right now because I don't know what the right decision is. And I refuse to make a decision until I know what the right one is. And if he doesn't appreciate that, then sorry. I'm determined to do the right thing, even if it takes time. I know he's probably impatient. Acting is foolish if you don't know what the right decision is. What are our priorities right now in in your view? Finding Skelly, first thing. So what do you think we need to do to make that happen? To be honest, I don't have any other ideas other than meeting with Fatiste. We can't just start barging into places, you know? Look, Percy's going back to um, that bar. He wants to try and have a go at seeing if he can find out more information about the spade. Good luck. I let him go do it because what's the worst that can happen? He gets turned away as well. He might do better than I did, but I doubt it. So we'll see what comes of it. And then we always have a tea stay as our backup option. I do think we have to take him head on, right? How else are we supposed to do this? I, I think you and I, if we go talk to him, what is he just going to hand us Skelly back? It's probably going to escalate. I agree. I mostly agreed to it to keep up appearances with Orifax. I don't think it's really going to get us anywhere. I just have no idea what else to do. Percy's prepared to take it head on. And I don't think that's dumb. I actually think that's probably how it's going to turn out no matter what we do. So it's best to be prepared. We have created a bad reputation for ourselves everywhere we go. And I'm trying to not make it worse. Who do we have a bad reputation with? She gives you a look like, really? <laughs> uh, everyone? Listen, I am perfectly fine with killing Batiste if that's what it comes to, but he has to provoke us. We can't just murder him unprovoked. How on earth does that look? Like, we can't just do that. 
No, I agree. You're right. That's why I said we just need to be prepared. I think you and I should genuinely try to talk to him, but I think to expect it to be a cordial conversation. No. Probably. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't even a cordial conversation between us in front of Orifex. So I highly doubt it will be cordial at all when it's just us. So there we go. You decided to plan for us. (laughs) Barely. But thanks. I just hope we find Skelly soon. Not having the little guy around is really starting to stress me out. I don't think I realized how much of a voice of reason he was for all of us. You know, kind of falling apart without him Me here. neither. It's true. Seems like things were kind of falling apart before that anyway, and I just didn't realize it. So what are you going to do differently from now on? I guess I'll have to start asking more often how everyone's doing and hope they're honest with me. If people refuse to share what they're feeling, then I will just have to force it out of y'all, won't I? Guess so. That and I guess I could be more decisive when push comes to shove. But that means I have to trust you guys to push back respectfully if it's a problem. Don't just run off on your own. I'm not running. Thanks, Sly. Isla's gonna hop down from the roof. Can you get down from there on your own? She dimensional hops back down. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. So as you guys uh, hop down from the roof and go inside, we're gonna cut over to... Percy here. Percy, you are just across the road from the dog and thrush. Simple, kind of rundown bar. You're in the crags. You don't come down here very often. In all honesty, it's the shittiest part of town and the shadiest part of town. There's some people kind of going in and out. The sun is like began to go down. It's The day's going on, but you're just standing in an alley, kind of perched to the side, just staring across at this building. He's staring back and forth at the different people walking about. He'll pull his handkerchief, his ascot over his nose and uh, walks into the bar. So I'll preface with this. He assumes that there's a 50-50 chance that the people that are in this bar would know who he is. But he doesn't know if he knows... (laughs) He doesn't know if they think he's the Thane Percy or the underground Percy. He's not like he's he's taking the risk walking into the bar knowing that there's a possibility that he needs to play either side. But he he knows he'll be recognized even with the with the ascot on his face. Right. Do you not hide your arm? Uh that's a, a good you, that's a good question. You usually wear gloves over it. That's true. Okay. That's true. You go ahead and walk inside. You get some looks right off the bat. I think it's pretty apparent because your face is covered. People are kind of staring, kind of whispering and whatnot. Um, you see over at the bar, just kind of catches your eye and their kind of head looks up. They're looking for a, looking at this new person coming in. Uh, it's just a, a human man, mustache and dark hair, uh, standing at the bar. He goes and sits over at uh, one of the bar stools. No, take a cheapest whiskey. Leave the bottle. Goes over, pours the drink out of a old dusty bottle. Sets it down in front of you. You looking to rob the place? What? He kind of motions at your face. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've had allergies. Pulls down on the ascot. He uh, pours himself a shot and then <laughs> takes it real quick. <laughs> it's been a long couple days. Yeah? Well, good you found your way here. Yeah, pours himself another. 
Help yourself. I'm good for it. Don't don't worry about it. I'll I'll pay. Oh, I know. Takes another shot. (sighs) So, how's it been? Same old, same old. No, um, ruckus. There's always ruckus here in the crags, friend. You should know that. Yeah, no emergencies. And he looks him straight in the eyes. No, all quiet here at the old dog and thrush. Right. Pours another shot. You looking for a chaser? At this point, I think I am. What are you thinking? Something to get me through the night. They kind of push the bottle towards you and step back. Uh, it kind of speaks up to the bar. Hey, folks, um, I'm going to be taking a quick... Uh, I don't know why I'm trying to do this officially. Get the fuck out of here. I got to get something to eat. You guys know how this works. It's like, ah, oh, uh, you'll get up. Yeah, come on. People are like, ah, oh, no. And they all kind of like file their way out. And he goes over and closes the door. All right, friend. Round two with you people. What do you want? Come on, two days in a row, you're just going to show up at my place asking for things? Spit it out. You know who I am. Yeah, who's that? We're going to make changes around here. Sounds interesting. Who's we? The people. It's a little vague. I mean, it would be a little more descriptive. Hey, I just I just sling booze. I'm looking for my goblin friend. They kind of turn around and look over their shoulder. I don't know, we don't really get goblins in here. It's the crags, but it's not, you know. He's with the spade. And the gun slowly raises from below the bar up to the top of the bar. Roll a perception check. Okay. 36. Yeah, as soon as the gun rises up where you think you can hear it, you hear under the counter. You hear... Oh, shit. Come on. Looks like we're at a standoff, don't it? It's just a matter of who's quickest to move out of the way. Is it you or is it me? Do you have faith in yourself? Are you spry enough? What the fuck do you want? I want the spade and my goblin friend. That's all I want. Information about where they are kept. We've seen at least the area of where they are kept. I want to know real bad. Like slowly lifts his hand up to the shot that's full on the bar. Puts it to his lips. Slowly drinks it. Slams it on the top of the bar. Real bad. And we'll see there in 96. Ah, Let's go. Oh my god.
Make it stop. 